You're listening to the Juan Calavera Podcast. Yeah, baby. Salud, amiga. Salud, amigo. Gracias por aceptar la invitación a ser invitada a mi programa. Gracias a ti por invitarme. Del Juan Calavera Podcast. Uh, uh. Mm. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. Para que todo el mundo sepa, mi invitada hoy es Evelyn Bernal. Este, yo conocí a Evelyn. Es una, I think it's an interesting story. Yeah, it is. Como nos conocimos. <clears throat> Porque resulta que conocemos mucha gente, este, tenemos muchos amigos en común, mucha gente conocida en común, um, pero nunca nos habíamos conocido, de por lo menos yo, de que yo no, yo no me acuerdo. Conocí mucha gente cuando estaba bien pedo, más joven, y, y, y la neta no, no me, se me borró el tape de muchas ocasiones. So, de que yo sepa, no nos habíamos conocido. Hasta que por social media. Nos conocimos. Por Instagram. Instagram, that's right. Yo te conocí a ti primero. And actually, yes, you reached out to me. Yes. Because you were reaching out to me because you had listened to my music. Yep. And you had liked the production. And you were interested in recording a podcast in the studio. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. Is, is my memory still working correct? Yes, it is. Yes, todo, todavía puedo fumar más. <laughs> Um, yo no voy a ni confirmar ni negar eso. I'm neither gonna confirm nor deny. Um, I'm just gonna say that que cuando teni, sí teníamos varios amigos en común, pero me empezaste a salir en, en mi um, newsfeed. Ajá. Me empezaste a, a salir en mi newsfeed y este y me gustó. Empecé a oír tu música en YouTube y me gustó. Uh -huh. And I was like, no puedo creer que este jovenazo tan talentoso es de Nogales. Es cierto. Yo estaba, busca <laughs> yo estaba buscando un estudio y dije, pues de seguro él va a saber dónde hay un estudio para grabar. Yep. Y mira. Yep. Y resulta, so, I don't know if I ever told you, pero me acuerdo que cuando, cuando estábamos hablando de todo eso, like when we were, we were still uh, barely messaging each other, uh -huh. este... Me acuerdo que me di cuenta que teníamos a, a algunos este, amigos o whatever en común, ¿right? Ok. Y este, me acuerdo que, que le pregunté a, a ciertas personas este, que sí que, que conocían de ti o qué onda. Y me dijeron, oh, vas a empezar a hacer algo con ella. Es chingona, me dijeron. ¿En serio? Yep. Ay, dime quién es, va a mandar una botella de vino ASAP. ASAP. <laughs> ah, bueno, I will uh, give you names after the show. No I problem. will gladly get working on that. <laughs> yep, pero... Pero sí, um, so, una de ellas que, de, que te conocía era porque te había, no sé si te había escuchado en podcast, uno de tus podcasts que tú ya tenías. Oh, ¿en serio? So, I guess they're not really podcasts, but they were like um, um, your radio shows. Oh, right, right, right. right. Te, you had recorded a, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. 
you had recorded uh, some radio shows and you got those recordings and started sí, putting sí. them out as podcasts uh-huh. on, on, yep. on Spotify, right? Yeah. And uh, now you're found on app on on Pinchy on uh, iHeart iHeart Music iHeart Radio, right? In uh, and Spotify and yeah, I just wanted to mention iHeart Radio because that's like the biggest platform platform yeah. for for podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I actually started doing live radio like in 2018. Uh huh. Y luego y y ya que encontré ya que me hice un poquito I started downloading them. Uh huh. Y ahora pues con la colaboración esta de, que es de Anchor o Spreaker. Sí. Este, empezaron a hacer download los shows en, en varias apps. Y luego iHeart, ya que tiene ciertos downloads, I think they're like, okay, you can be on our platform. So they accepted me on their platform. So you're, you're, you're part of that group now. That, yeah. <laughs> those accepted people that accepted I, podcasts. I am official. Que chingón. I'll get there one day. I'm sure you will. You're probably there already, man. <laughs> Oye, pero interesante. Si me puedes contar un poquito de tu experiencia eso, en, en eso de haciendo radio shows. Como que, ¿qué aspecto de hacer radio shows? Like, how, how did you, how do you even think about, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try this. I think I've always been a communicator in general. And... I, siempre he sido comunicadora no oficialmente sino yo soy bien comunicadora <laughs> y luego um, este pues ya sabes que yo I worked in mental health forever and there was a lot of things that I learned some knowledge I acquired working in the mental health field that I was like sabes que our peeps need to know this you know it's important sería sería una información bien um, bien importante para la comunidad mía. And so I was like, let me just get on the radio and share some of that information because I thought it was going to be useful. That's how I started. So, tú estudiaste mental health. Sí, yo estudié mental health. Um, yeah. You're a, if you don't mind me saying, you're a, a the ASU? Yeah. Is that, is that where you got your, uh, is it a degree? Yeah, so I got my master's degree from ASU in 2019 uh-huh. and I'm a licensed master social worker right now uh-huh. and I've been in the field for like 16 years 16 años yep well I think it's more no es cierto a ver I think it's like 16, 18 years you're making yourself sound old I you? am old <laughs> and so when you know working out trabajando en esos lugares it's so interesting you know we're exposed to so much information and I really do believe that it has the ability to change our quality of life so I was like let me just get on the radio and share this with pues toda la gente de mi comunidad, primeramente, ¿no? Porque I'm from Nogales. And I thought um, it, it'd be interesting for women, for Latinas, mm-hmm. mainly, to get access to that information. Porque in mental health, like, básicamente all you're dealing with is, like, people's behavior. And, um, and then how, how, like, behaviors can impact our health, our physical health. Mm-hmm. The way we, we react towards others, the way we feel. Es bien importante la salud mental, aunque in the Hispanic community, I feel like we don't give enough credit to mental health, porque no cre- los mexicanos no creemos en eso. They're like, yeah, walk it off, no seas así. Or like, no has oído eso, como, oh, yo cuando estaba chiquito, con unos cintarazos me lo hubieran quitado. Yep. You're like, mm-hmm. we, we don't believe in those things, unfortunately. So I actually caught myself saying that a couple of times. 
Ajá. Porque... No sé, a lo, a lo mejor es que estoy en pendejo yo. Pero yo sí aprendí a chingarse. ¿Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, as a, you as a, as a mental health specialist. Well, I'm a person first, then a mental health specialist. <laughs> Pero, I wasn't always in mental health. Right, 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 right. Pero, does that make sense? Like, no, I mean, y, y, y mira, esa es una de las cosas que yo he estado aprendiendo a ser diferente con mi hijo. Porque yo sí aprendí a chingazos. Mm -hmm. Like, literally. A, a, me agarraban a chingazos cuando me hacía caso. Bueno, yeah. no, no chingaba, that makes it sound bad. Pero, o sea, me, me pegaban, pues, me castigaban, me cintarazos, coscorrones, pellizcones, right. you know what I mean? Because um, in our generation, like, todavía existía. Right. La chancla. The corporal punishment. La, la chancla y, y, la, y, la, y la pinche y la... Marita. <laughs> la madre esa del... del de la cocina, la pinche, la cuchara de la cocina. Oh, yeah. Esa cuantas veces ah, no me aventaron. A mí no me pegaron con eso. <ríe> a mí me aventaban con eso. <ríe> yeah. Pero por lo que quería decir es que nosotros como padres no aplicamos ese, ese tipo de, pues, no sé, enseñanza, no, no sé cómo decirle, eh, con, con nuestro hijo. Like... Oh, like we're raising our kids different than our parents did? Por lo menos yo y la mamá de mi hijo, sí. Oh, yeah, I think. So, somos dif diferentes a como, a como nosotros, nos, nos este, how we grew up, ¿me entiendes? A como nosotros nos trataron creciendo. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, it makes sense. I, yo no, no creo, I don't think that I parented my kids the same way that my mom or my dad parented. Well, more my mom parented me. Right, and I guess what I was trying to say is that I think it's kind of funny because, you know, in a way, I know I do, I have, este, I've looked on the way that I was treated as a kid, like, almost like a, like the good old days, you know what I mean? O, o sea, cuando, yo, yo lo, yo lo veo como cosa, cosa, hasta cosa, como cosa bonita, lo puedo ver ahora. ¿Qué? De la manera que, que me castigaban. You pues know, sí, pero you know porque I mean? los mexicanos, we, we do... I'm not saying it was bad, you know, no estoy diciendo, but I think we romanticize a lot of our parents' practices. Yes. Even though they weren't really like that useful. Right. Yes, exactly. That's, you said exactly what I wanted to say. I couldn't find the words. Yes. Exactamente. I, I, I romanticize the way that I grew up, even though it was kind of fucked up. I know. Y luego, eso estábamos hablando, ¿te acuerdas que ahora todos se quejan de los millennials, right? Uh -huh. Everybody's like, oh, these millennials. And I'm like, well, dude, we raised them a... Did I raise a millennial or, or no? Uh, I raised a Gen Z. Sí. La Caro is Gen Z. How old is right? she? Caro's 23. I think she's Gen Z, yeah. Right. So, I mean, we, we complain about this generation, but we raise them. And yeah. then, yeah, pues ya como we're all old, right? Uh -huh. Now we're like, oh, when I was little, Nos our parents. Quejarnos, sí. Yeah, and then we romanticize the way that our parents used to treat us. Uh -huh. Y ni tampoco hacíamos caso. Like, exactly. who, are we, like, who are we kidding? Exactly. We didn't listen either when we were... We just had to do things escondidas. Yeah. Where kids today, yeah, like... Yeah. I, was, I was telling Caro, like, just do things like all Mexicanas and... Hazlo escondidas. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Caro. <laughs> no, pero... Yeah, I just think... Se me hace bien interesante ese... Como... Esta contradicción que... I romanticize the way that I was brought up. But I did not apply 
that to my child at all. Right. Yeah. And so, yo creo que I think this is just my humble opinion. When hap what happened in this generation is that our parents or parents were, what, what word can I use so I don't use like a really bad word? Like our parents were, they, they were like, they were not nice in raising us. Like no. the OG generation wasn't that nice. It was not. And so um, they were so harsh and strict, mm -hmm. right? And like emotionally unavailable. Yes. So luego, then, yes. then we come along, right? Uh -huh. Time has changed. So we're like, we're going to do everything totally different. Uh -huh. And so now we have a, you know, we raised a whole bunch of sissies basically. <laughs> Because we went the other way. Like we completely went the other way raising our kids. We did a 180. Yeah. A 180, which yeah. maybe we should have just found a medium, right? Maybe. Maybe we shouldn't have just gotten off the deep end and raising our kids completely different than we did. Pero mira, sí es cierto porque mira, te voy a, te voy a dar un ejemplo. Mira, mi, 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 mis, mis padres, bueno, mi mamá más bien con, fue con la, que, uh -huh. con la que me cuidó. Este, ella estuvo tan ocupada que ella no podía estar levantándonos todas las mañanas porque, o sea, ella cuando se divorció de mi papá, ella empezó su propio negocio. So ella para poder seguir su propio negocio tenía que darle no, todo, toda la atención que se podía dar. Right. So, a, a nosotros, no nos... Yo sé que si a ella le hubiera gustado, nos hubiera tenido levantándonos tempranito en la mañana y esto y el otro. Cuando pudo hacerlo, sí lo uso, pero sí lo, sí lo hizo, pero muchas veces no lo hizo porque estaba bien ocupada. Pero, were, ¿Were you a latchkey kid? ¿Qué quiere decir eso? ¿Sabes qué es un latchkey kid? No. Um, a latchkey kid is the, key, the kid that had to go to school like with either the key in his backpack or get the key at the door to get in because their moms were working. Yes. It has latchkey kid. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was a latchkey kid. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, y deja tú muchas veces que se me olvidaba la pinche llave. <laughs> y, que, y que teníamos que estar afuera esperando hasta que llegara la jefita del trabajo. Yep. Que. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a lot of time. So, there. like, I think, I think now we criticize this generation, but we don't understand that every generation had its struggle. Mm -hmm. Right? Pero I wouldn't be so quick about complaining about the generations now because we had a part in that. O por ejemplo, yo, como lo que te iba a decir es que a mi hijo, yo, si él se duerme, like I'm not trying to wake him up, yo lo dejo que duerma hasta lo que pueda. I Obviamente let, no eres mamá mexicana tú. No, I, I, I let him enjoy his sleep, pero ¿sabes por qué? Porque ¿Por qué? yo llegué a, a cierta edad, yo creo que empezó en mis cuarentas. Yeah. Que ya no duermo igual. Batallo para dormir lo que podía dormir antes. Ahora me estoy despertando yo solo, sin ninguna pinche razón. It's called you're getting old, amigo. Yes, yes, see. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You're getting old. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like a hallmark of getting old. Like, te levantas a las 5, 5.30 in the sin morning. Sin ninguna razón, güey, acá. acá. And everybody's asleep y tú ya andas yeah. ahí como old man, limpiando el patio. Sí, y, poniendo yeah. pendejadas en el Facebook right, y la chingada right. así, porque, eh, sí. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Old. I know, I know. Pero por eso, a él, yo lo dejo que duerma todo lo que quiera. Porque yo sé que él va a llegar un día donde él no va a poder disfrutar el sueño como lo está disfrutando ahorita. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pero para que veas, like, the older generations, they were all about being productive. Like, yep. levántate, flojo. Yes. Yes. What are you doing in bed till, like, one? Yes. Right? Yeah. So, I don't know, like, that's an interesting topic that, like, we raised our kids so much different than our parents. And mm -hmm. I hear, like... 
Ahora everybody's like, oh, they're always all offended. Well, dude, you raised this kid who's always all offended. Like, why are you complaining? Yeah. So, so I think that's one of the reasons that I get along with you. Porque, why? Porque... Porque te ofendo mucho. Sí, me ofendes mucho. No, no. Tú, o sea, tú no tienes... Tú no tienes... Este... Vergüenza de andar... De, de, no sé si criticar es la palabra correcta, pero de... No. Ya sé que no es pero de, de, de criticar a nuestra gente, a, a, a nuestras tradiciones, a nuestra cultura. Pues, I don't, I mean, I don't like to criticize our, our, um, That's what I'm saying, it's not a good word. Yeah, criticize it's just not a good word, word. Yeah. porque la verdad, a mí me gusta mucho, número uno, quiero decir que I frown upon sometimes people que son mexicanos, clear, and I'm sorry if I'm incorrect, this is just how I feel in my values, se me hace bien ridículo los mexicanos que, que se les olvida que tienen el nopalón pintado en la frente, right? Oh, right, right, right. right. And they forget their values or they're están avergonzados de su cultura. Uh -huh. Obviously, you know, they had some experience where they are ashamed of their own culture. Mm -hmm. I'm not ashamed of my own culture. Like, I've been exposed to other cultures and what I've seen is that in, to, in every culture, there's good and there's bad. Yes. Right? It's not like... No todos los mexicanos somos criminales. No todos los mexicanos somos, you know, like, right, right. even though, like, there's a little true to, like, stereotypes. Uh -huh. A mí, a mí no me da vergüenza ser mexicana. Bueno, pues, yo nací aquí en los Estados Unidos, right? Uh -huh. But no soy americana. Right. No, pero es lo que te digo. Right. Por, por, but por... I can understand, but I can, I can, um, I can accept que hay cultural practices de los mexicanos que... Like, no, no manches, que they're not healthy, they're not good. Por eso, yo también soy así. O sea, yo soy, yo soy bien orgulloso de ser mexicano. Este, de la historia, de, o sea, de to, todo lo que es ser mexicano, yo soy bien orgulloso. Yep. Pero, por esa misma razón, no quiere decir que no vaya a criticar mis propias tradiciones y mis propias herencias, mi, o sea, mi propia gente. Es más, si no puedo criticar a, mi, a lo, lo que es mío. ¿Qué voy a andar así criticando lo de, lo, lo, lo otros, lo de otras personas? And, y es mean? porque de verdad, like, hay prácticas que ya no ni al caso. O sea, right. la, los tiempos han cambiado, yes. right? Yes. Las personas han cambiado, la sociedad ha cambiado. Yes. Entonces, yo creo que muchas de las, de las prácticas mexicanas, culturales, uh -huh. eran para sobrevivir en los tiempos donde estábamos viviendo. No, y, de, y deja tú y para nosotros, es como un double whammy, porque nosotros estamos viviendo en otro país que, right. no, que no es México. Bueno, pero, pero tenemos... Los... Adi, you're getting technical, because Arizona <laughs> used to be Mexico, but bueno, I get what you're saying. Right. We're in the United States. Exactamente, yes. o sea, estamos localizados en un país extranjero. Yeah. Y, y, aunque traemos somos inmigrantes exactamente y aunque aunque éramos de aquí aunque pero somos de aquí, inmigrantes right, right, right. Yes. pero por lo que quería decir si en México las cosas están cambiando ahora imagínate acá nosotros donde tenemos influencias de otros de otras culturas y de otras naciones yep. influ, influenciando y o sea mezclándose con la de nosotros y, y por eso la manera en que criamos a los hijos ha cambiado porque Ajá. Este, la, la manera en que, por ejemplo, una mamá mexicana en México cría a sus hijos uh -huh. y la manera en que una mamá mexicana en Estados Unidos cría a sus hijos es diferente porque yes. los valores son diferentes, right? You're in two different countries. No necesariamente los valores, yo creo, yes. pero yo creo que más bien la manera de vivir es diferente. Y los valores, mira, aquí, aquí en los Estados Unidos, ¿qué, ¿qué es un valor, por ejemplo, que tenemos nosotros que nuestros papás no tenían. 
like tener que tener que uh, having to own a car. Okay, so los mexicanos, un ejemplo, un ejemplo. Uh -huh. um, las, los mexicanos somos muchos de la somos mucho de la familia, right? Okay. Or the majority of us, like we're, family is a big we're very part of family our values. Oriented. Sí, right, sí. Right, right. Aunque no nos queremos, pero somos bien bien close con nuestra familia. No, no las llevamos peleando, pero sí. Sí, aunque right. a veces no nos soportamos, pero nosotros siempre pero somos familiares. Yes. Uh -huh. So, pero te vienes a los Estados Unidos and it's not it's not no es tan igual. Los aquí hay mucha los valores son mucho de you, tú, supérate tú, el individualismo, okay. self, ad, like, advancement. Y yo siento como que las culturas, las valores mexicanos pueden ser un poquito más, um, pueden ser un poquito más como not about the whole, whereas I feel like here the values are more about like so the more, one so it's more individualistic I think so I think that's a different but I think that's what changes cuando te vienes de México a los Estados Unidos so in la, my opinion so lo, el, es más el mundo aquí en Estados Unidos es más individualista okay. I es think palabra so. correcta yes so, okay. um, I think so alright um, I mean I'm not going to disagree with that porque si sí es cierto o sea es, es muy diferente Sí, cierto. Es, y es porque también acuérdate lo que, por ejemplo, nos ha pasado a muchos uh, mexicanos. Como yo nací aquí en los Estados Unidos, pero yo soy primera generación de inmigrantes. Okay. Even though I was born here, I'm first generation immigrant. Uh -huh. And, um, y acuérdate que hay procesos de aculturarse. Uh -huh. ¿Sabes? Como la gente que, las personas que, que se apellidan López y luego se vienen para acá y su apellido ya es Lopes. O, o es Gómez y aquí son Gómez. <laughs> o ridiculezas esas. Because there's different ways of assimilating into the culture. Okay, pero... <clears throat> there's people that assimilate, there's people that acculturate. Todos tomamos la cultura dominante diferente. Pero si sí sabes que, por ejemplo, si alguien hace eso ahora, se nos hace ridículo. Pero hace 60 años, o un poquito más, era lo que tenía que hacer un mexicano. Aquí en los Estados Unidos. Oh, I mean, I'm sure. I, yeah. I don't know. I can't say because I'm not that old, but... <laughs> Por ejemplo, el, el Bob Villa. Oh, el Bob Villa. The famous builder. That's Te llamas Roberto Villa. Exactamente. Es ridículo, Bob Villa. Pero I, either him or his dad or his granddad, somebody had to change the name because Villa is way too Mexican. You know what I mean? Maybe. And, and back in the day, you couldn't be Mexican. Por ejemplo, ¿sabes que el... Um, ay, ¿Cómo se llama este güey? El Teddy, un beisbolero, se me olvidó su nombre. Teddy algo, ahorita, I'll remember right now. Pero él, he's one of the best baseball players uh, of all time. Okay. Y él, si yo, pero ¿sabes qué? Me está molestando, let me look him up real quick. Um, so what he did is... I'm going to take a nap while you find it. <laughs> so he had to change his... Or he didn't... He couldn't use his Mexican name. Se llama Teodoro. Oh, Teodoro. No, uh -huh. pues no manches. Como un nombre como Teodoro. <laughs> ¿Qué se puso? Theo. Teddy. Uh, he was known as Teddy. Um, I would have known myself as, as Theo. Mira, mira, mira. Ahí está Teo. Um... No, a lo mejor es, maybe it's because... Ted Williams. 
Ted Williams. Ted Williams. Ted Williams era su... I mean... Teodoro Higuera, dice la Kimberly López. Kimberly López. <laughs> este, Good afternoon. So, yeah, his mom, I, I believe it was his mom, was Mexican. Okay. Pero, pues, you couldn't be Mexican at that time. Okay. So, él nomás se quedó Teddy Williams, and he became one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Okay. But he could never... He never... He was never able to show that much love to his Mexican side because it just wasn't accepted back in the day. I can yeah. Or maybe he didn't really have love for his Mexican side. I, when? Maybe he did. I don't know. I don't know. I, no sé. I would have to look up his story. Todo el pedo I mean... Pero nomás, yo, es un ejemplo nomás de que te andaba dando de que la gente aquí... Yeah. And, o como el Richie Valens, you know? Era Ricardo Valenzuela. But he had to even, remember the movie La Bamba? Yeah. Donde está el, 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 sí, sí. el, el, el vato diciendo, hey, well, we gotta change your name, you know, it could be Ricky Zuela, or oh. y se quedaron con Ricky Valens. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Um, porque so, le, porque dice le dijo, la Kimberly, he's right, my dad says it's Teodoro Williams Hernández. Yep. Oh, y se luego fue Teddy Williams. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and so, todos tenemos diferente, por ejemplo, yo estoy segura que en aquel tiempo venirte a otro país a lo mejor éramos menos aceptados aquí. No que ahorita nos quieren, ¿verdad? Nos quieren regresar a todos, pero... But I think that now it's... It, maybe there's like... Because there's more representation of minorities here in the U.S. Maybe it's more acceptable yeah. to have a Mexican last name and then... Y ahora ya tienes la... Tienen la habilidad de, pues tienes la habilidad de cambiar el nombre a algo que se parezca más americano. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just thought that's, that's an interesting yeah. little fact of, of Mexican-American culture here in the United States. Yeah. So, like, a la mejor gente que, there's, hay, hay una palabra para, when you acculturate, I don't know if it's assimilate or acculturate, where Appropriate. You, no, no es appropriate. Appropriate es cuando te quitan, cuando usan las cosas de tu cultura como las, ah, sí, como sí, el 5 sí. de mayo y el día de muertos y, you know, they use it like, um, kind of like in a, en una manera más como trendy para promover algo que de verdad no es cultural. Yes. So, um, no sé si esa cultura, <coughs> acculturate or assimilate is when you like adopt the, the culture of the majority where you are and you completely like, te olvidas de de tus raíces, whatever they may be. I want to say it's assimilate. I don't know if it's a... No sé si es aculturar o asimilar, es una de esas dos. I think it's assimilate. Yeah. So, um, pienso como, hablando de cómo los valores cambian, uh -huh. right? No es fácil ser de un país que es del tercer mundo, porque México se considera que es un third world country, ¿verdad? Yo creo que todavía, sí. Yeah? yeah. And so, there's a lot of plight. Hay muchas dificultades de ser de un país que no tiene tantos recursos como aquí, mm -hmm. and so hay mucha gente que tiene mucha, uh, mucha experiencia con otros mexicanos que, es que no es buena, entonces ya yeah, dicen, no, like, even though ellos son mexicanos, mm -hmm. they have bad experiences with other Mexicans or with other people of their, like, Latin culture, mm -hmm. entonces ya no quieren nada que ver con esa cultura porque los asocian con algo mm -hmm. um, negativo, negativo right? y, y eso pasa en todos porque yo he conocido, este afroamericanos que tienen algo contra algo de su, de su yeah. cultura, tradición. He conocido a, a gabachos que han tenido algo contra su... Así como he conocido mexicanos que han tenido yeah. algo contra su, sus tradiciones sí. o lo que Pero sea. Pero yo la verdad, o sea, yo, yo, um, yo pienso que no hay nada absoluto en esta vida. So, no puedes decir como todos los americanos son malos, todos los mexicanos son buenos, 
porque en las culturas y en las razas hay de todo, right? Sabes que esa es como la, una, la manera que yo le expliqué a mi hijo por qué yo no puedo considerarme racista o por qué yo no puedo, no me gusta hablar mal de otras culturas. O no me gusta, ¿cómo se dice? A ti no te gusta mal, hablar mal de nadie. No, 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 pero... No te I don't, hagas. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't like to be... Uh, I, I think racist, racism is wrong. Porque en mis experiencias, las personas más lindas, más buenas que he conocido han sido mexicanas. Pues sí, pero acuérdate. Al mismo tiempo, las personas más jodidas, más culeras han sido mexicanos. Pues sí, pero a, miren qué lugar del país estás. No, pero te estoy dando el ejemplo de, right. de que si en mi propia cultura yo conocí los dos extremos, quiere decir que existe en las otras culturas también. If, if that exists in my, in, in my race, in my ethnicity, right. then other people are going to see most likely going to see the same thing in their ethnicities, in their race. You know, like, um, when, I, I, when I worked for the police department in Prince William in, in, in Virginia, mm. um, when I was, you had a, I was a, a therapist patrolling with the police department, mm -hmm. and um, me, me mandaron para, they had, so they, they hired me to patrol with, with, with a unit, ¿verdad? Uh -huh. That way, like, if they had clients that were, like, that had mental health issues, like, instead of arresting them, it, like, I could de-escalate them, whatever, whatever. So, this was... Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so, termina, Be sorry. Before I forget, yes, before yes, yes. I forget. And sorry. so, um, yo le pregu I was asking um, the cops over there, like, do you feel like crime is, is, um, is, mas is related to race? And then um, he said... And I really love that police department. De veras que I, I have, I had a newfound respect for the way that, um, I've always had respect for law enforcement, mm -hmm. but um, I just, I just earned that extra respect for law enforcement when I was with the, with the um, police department in Prince William, mm -hmm. because those officers are so well trained. Like they get so much training. Their, their commanders are trained. They're just excellent people. Mm -hmm. Like, anyway. So yo le pregunté, like, do you feel like crime consists of, of like, is there more crime amongst a certain race or the other? And what he told me is something that I feel like is consistent, like with, with the data. It's, it's more, el crimen tiene más que ver con el socioeconomic status, right? So he said, like, here in the neighborhoods that are more poor is where you're going to see more crime. And obviously there, like, it's a very diverse, I, and... Cerca de, de D.C., no en D.C., pero afuera de D.C., because I was like 20 minutes from D.C., I think. Mm -hmm. You see a lot of diversity. Like, hay muchos centroamericanos, um, African-American, hay pues americanos. There's a lot more diversity than here. And he says, like, it doesn't matter. It's, it's the, the socioeconomic status. En los, en los barrios más pobres es donde ves más crimen. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, really, like, it drives home the point that there's, there's good and bad in every culture, like, pero hay gente que we want to demonize, like, certain races saying, oh, estos, you know, these are all bad or these are all good, when in reality, like, in every race, even though, like, we stereotype each other, in every race, there's, like, good and bad. Exactly. And I think yeah. it has more to do with, like, socioeconomic status than your actual race. Al 100%. No, no, sí, sí, sí. Lo malo es que... Al parecer, la mayoría del tiempo aquí en los Estados Unidos, 
esas dos lower social economic classes are usually going to be minorities. Well, I think that the people living in poverty the most are minorities. Yes, here in the United States. And that's States, like right. data across the board. Across the board. Across right. the board. Like right, right, right. It's been documented mm -hmm. um, over and over again. Like minorities are overrepresented overrepresented in poverty. Yeah. We're underrepresented in things like um, education. Politics. And I don't even want to get into <laughs> politics. Law enforcement. No, I think... I don't think we're underrepresented in law enforcement. You don't think so? No. And you know why I think that, um, uh, like, I want to tread lightly. This is, this is just an observation. Like, I have no data to back this, okay? This uh -huh. is just my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. I think that um, because a lot of minorities, we don't have higher education. Uh -huh. And so I think that, you know, one of the areas where we could excel is law enforcement. Porque in law enforcement, you can move up in those careers without a higher education. I agree. So that's why I feel like, a lot of um, minorities have the opportunity to serve in law enforcement because we don't, they don't, puedes crecer and, and, um, and los law enforcement entities, you can grow without, like in my field, you can never like um, practice independently if you don't have a master's, a license, your supervision, and a state, an independent license. Right. Right. Pero, in, in law enforcement careers, like you can grow, mm -hmm. you can grow without having to acquire that higher education. So I think minorities are more represented in law enforcement for that reason. But I still think that. But that's just my opinion. Right. I could be wrong. Right. Yo, lo que yo, como yo veo las cosas, es que I don't think there's enough Latino cops. In regards to the percentage of population. ¿Me entiendes? Vamos a decir, por ejemplo, just, just to throw numbers out there. Let's say you have a population of, of, a, of a 80% white and 30% Mex and 20% Mexican. Okay? Let's just, just easy numbers for right now. The 80, 80, 80 and 20. 80 white in, in, a, in a certain town, whatever, X town, right? I don't think there's, when it comes to cops, you should think if it's even, then in the cop world, there should be about the same, about 80% white people and 20% Mexicans, right? But, no, I don't but know. That's, that, that's, not, that's not the case. It's usually, it's going to be more representation for some reason, uh, white people, than there is in, in, in minorities. But I think there's a lot of re good reasons for that. I, I, I honestly, I can't, I have no data to back that, so I, don't, I can't say that. We're underrepresented. No, I, I see. Underrepresented in law enforcement. Careers, You're right. I I, this is just what I, my observation. That's just your opinion. My opinion. Okay. Yes, just my opinion only. So, pero yo pienso que la razón por eso es que, por ejemplo, I think minority, minorities, por ejemplo, los mexicanos, hablando de nosotros, we've been brought up to almost distrust authority. You think that, that Mexicans have been, or Latinos have been brought up to, Yes. To not trust authority? Yes. Yes, because yo, yo digo que empieza en México. Porque en México, la, la, la mayoría de gente que vive aquí en Estados Unidos que vino de México, una de las cosas que te va a decir es que México es bien corrupto. ¿Ok? Y las autoridades es lo que causan eso. Es lo, oh. se, las autoridades se prestan a la corrupción. Entonces, en México. En México. Yeah. Entonces nosotros ya venimos como traumados con eso. Llegamos aquí a Estados Unidos 
y empezamos a aplicar ese tipo de razonamiento a lo que está pasando aquí. Y mira, no te voy a decir que aquí no hay... I don't, I don't know, like, honestly... We just have a, a, a distrust of authority, I think. I don't know, like, I don't, I never... I know I did when I was a kid. No, well, of course, like, if yeah. you're doing something bad, of course you're gonna mistrust, <laughs> you're not gonna trust authority, but, no, but, but I never, you I was like, no, I think that, to me, law enforcement was the good guys, like... Okay, see, that's what we were... At. But I, I don't remember a distrust, but I have heard that maybe, like, as Latinos... Yo, sí. Ahora, when I go yeah. to Mexico, uh, yeah, I distrust authority. <laughs> I'm like, this is... No, no, I don't, no quiero ser... I don't want to hate because I love going to Mexico. Um, no, pero es que es la neta. Me gusta mucho viajar a México, but I will say that when I cross, like... I'm not afraid of the criminals. I'm afraid of the cops. Es que si te tienes que cuidar. Es que mira, yo, yo sé, yo también he tenido que pagar mordida en, en Nogales, Sonora. But that's why I trust yeah. the cops here more. Porque aquí no tienes que pagar mordida. Because exactly. I know that, exactly. like, in general, they're going to have my best interest. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know. Are es, they the good guys or the bad guys? I don't know. Es lo que te digo. Nosotros como mexicanos traemos esa trauma. Y, yeah. y aplicamos ese razonamiento donde no necesariamente aplica. Pero nosotros, como ya estamos traumados, We already, we're already putting those walls up, I guess, if you want to say. So I think that's why we have kind of like a natural distrust of authority. Y luego también, mira, deja tú. Y yo cuando, cuando me puse a estudiar un poquito, que, uh, you know, I started learning things that like cops, in fact, cops lie all the fucking time. When they're doing an investigation and they're questioning somebody, in fact, they're, they're kind of expected to lie to you. Because what they want to do is they want you to incriminate yourself. If you can incriminate yourself, that makes their job so much easier. Well, yeah, but see, like, they're doing their job, right? Exactly. They're doing their job. Exactly. And if they're interrogating you, I think it's legal for them to lie. But that's not on them. Like, I'm okay, not, if, if anybody's being interrogated, I'm not, don't say anything without an attorney. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're 100% right. And that's, that's what podemos hablar porque a lot, of, a lot of us don't know our rights. That's, but that's a whole other topic. Yeah. I think a lot, of, a lot of Latinos, growing up as a Mexican-American here in the United States, I know for a fact the most of us do not know our fucking rights. We don't, we don't know our rights. We don't know what we can do, what we cannot do. We always just, in fact, we, a lot of us think the same way that you just said right now. We just think, oh, you know what? Ellos saben lo que es mejor para mí. Mira, this is, okay, no, I didn't say I Yes, you did. No, I said, they have my, I they have, the, they have my best interest, you said. I said that. And that's, they don't. That's false. Okay, can I talk? <laughs> what I believe is that in general, right, Every cop that I've been in contact with, like in the community, mm -hmm. right? My experiences have been good, right? Mm -hmm. Man, like I've gotten off so many tickets, like it's not even funny, mm -hmm. right? So I can't say that my experience has been a negative one, right? Mm -hmm. However, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that people haven't had negative experiences. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I don't see it. Pero this is what I do believe in. This is like... I feel like the data supports me on this 100%. What's that? And so anybody out there that doesn't have a good lawyer, I'm just going to say that if you don't have a good lawyer, do not commit a big crime because you're going to be screwed. Actually, there's something that I'd like to say to people as a, as a, and this is legal advice, eh? No, no, no. Don't be giving legal no, advice. No, yo si voy a dar legal advice. Okay, well, is... let me finish first. Ah, bueno, sorry. Before, I didn't know you were done. You're, I didn't yes, know you were done. done sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. So this is what the data says. The data says that, um, that, The outcome, right, of a, of a case depends highly on who represents you. Yep. It, it depends on economic status, right? Because yeah. 
whoever has a big lawyer, uh, the best lawyer is going to get the best break. Mm -hmm. So yo por eso, because I'm just a little old social worker, right? And I am probably not going to have the best attorney. That is probably why I need to keep myself out of the criminal system because the odds are against me. Like, and this is across the board. This is documented. It's all about your legal representation. If you have money and you have money for people to represent you when you commit a crime, then hey, like, cada quien. Pero since I'm in that boat and I know a lot of Hispanos are not in, the, in that boat, I think it's important for us to know that it's all about your representation and your resources, right? Those are the, we are the ones that get charged with worse crimes because historically we are the ones with less legal representation unless you're like the head of a big cartel and you have all these extensive resources, which is not the case for me or you. So it's better for us just to keep it legit. Otherwise, like we are getting a hefty sentence. Look at this, bueno, yeah, I'm not even gonna get into that, but that's that's actually data that is proven, like, todo depende de tu abogado, so if you don't have a good abogado, mm -mm. don't be going out with shady people, because if something <laughs> happens and you can't afford a good lawyer, you're gonna be screwed. Um, Amiga, I really, really like that public service announcement, we just have to cut it short. Which one? Es el que acabas de hacer. Okay, sorry. That was literally a public service announcement. No, it wasn't. Did. I think it's it was. Just, it's just, it's what the research says. No, that's what I'm saying. There's like documented evidence. People need to hear that. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. People need to hear that. Yeah. So. Okay, you're welcome. We, we, I get it. Yeah, we need to, we need to re record that <laughs> and set it up and make it a public service we, announcement. We need, to, we need to get like the, the prepaid legal attorney. <laughs> okay, ahora viene okay. Juan Calavera, legal advice. Okay. Okay, aquí les va. Just a disclaimer, this is probably not good legal advice. Just a disclaimer, I am not, I didn't study law. <laughs> I didn't, I haven't worked for any lawyer. I, I mistrust authority. I mistrust authority. <laughs> este, so take it for what it's worth. Okay. But here's the Juan Calavera legal advice. If you ever are being questioned or detained for anything. No digas nada. Shut the fuck up. That's, that, that was actually good advice. That's it. Dude, like, I'm always watching the crime shows, and I'm always, <laughs> I'm always surprised. Maybe I would crack, too. Like, I'd be, like, I'd be the first one to throw everybody under the bus if, if it meant, like, a lower sentence for me. I'm just going to say that, but I'm also, si me la llevo viendo, like, crime shows, and I'm like, did you just really say that? Like, don't say that. Es que no, no te has, si supieras las cosas que yo he oído. Okay, so, yeah, I think that's. That's good advice. Es que neta, la, la gente, mira, no. Iba a decir una cosa, pero no lo voy a decir porque se oye mal. Gracias. Es que la gente es ignorante. Ignorante. Somos de, ignorantes. Somos, perdón, good job. Somos, somos ignorantes, ignorantes de las leyes. Uh -huh. que, de, de nuestros derechos. Right. Uno de nuestros derechos es, si te callas el hocico, no te vas a meter en problemas con lo que digas. Well, yeah. Así de sencillo, pero mucha gente no entiende eso. Oh, yes. Mucha gente así. Como la canción del Shaggy, it wasn't me. It wasn't like, me. Aunque te, even though like you're caught red-handed, it wasn't me. Or, or just shut the fuck up. Right. Don't say, Don't nothing. say anything. Don't say nothing. Don't say oh, nothing. Oh, yes, say you want an attorney even though we yes. all know we can't afford one. Exactly. But let's just say I want to talk to my attorney. Exactly. Say, you know what? I, I, I need an attorney with me right now. Yeah. Verás cómo se van a salir o evitarse problemas si la gente hiciera eso. Yep. Y yo te digo porque yo... 
no, 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 no más he visto muchos ejemplos donde, así como tú los que he visto en, en la tele, que te quedas, no mames, qué pendeja esta gente. Y, y es por eso que no, es lo que iba a decir, que no quería decir. No es que la gente es pendeja, es que la gente somos ignorantes de nuestros derechos. And I think that's very important. I think that's something that somebody should be doing. Somebody that knows about law should be doing, actively doing. Y sabes que si he visto, actually, oh man, check, hay una, look, I'm going to give a shout out to this, uh, this attorney on YouTube. Let me find her real quick, because I forgot her name. But it's not like she's giving like super, super like technical advice, but she's just giving you some advice que te puede ayudar en, en, en muchas cosas. Let, let me see if I can find her. Ah, no, man, I wasn't prepared for this one. Nah, okay, I'll find her later. Pero, pero mira, you, you guys, literally, you guys can, can find a lot of stuff online. Para toda la gente. Tenemos teléfonos con nosotros 24 horas al día. Podemos buscar información para ayudarnos cuando nos metemos en problemas. Esto es todo lo que quería decir. Y nomás no digan nada. Espérense a que esté su abogado con ustedes y ya. Ya después de ahí tu abogado te va a decir cómo puedes seguir con el cuestionamiento o lo que sea. Ok. Ya oyeron, ¿eh? No digan nada. <risa> nada. Anyways. Um, ¿Cómo andamos de tiempo? Andamos bien todavía. Ok. Este... <coughs> so... See, that's one of the things que me, que me gusta tener contigo porque we can have, like, debates or, you know, conversations. We can have intelligent conversations. ¿Y, y cuántas veces no me has corregido tú? You know what I'm saying? And that's good because, you know, it's not, para mí, it's not always good to be around people that are yes, yes men. Oh, yeah, no. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Para mm -hmm. mí, me, actually, como que me caía madre eso. Like, after a while, it starts getting, like... Like, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Así soy yo. But I don't know, when we have conversations like this, donde, or tú me corriges, or tú me dices, no, sabes que eso está mal. Like, por yeah. ejemplo, uno de los temas que, que vamos a hacer, de los narcisistas. Oh, yes, we're talking about narcissists. Yes. That was actually the whole reason for getting together today was talking about, ah, <laughs> oh, crap. ¿Qué? ¿Qué te pasó? Nada, I was live and then... ¿Te cortaron? I was muted. Oh, okay. I hope everyone heard me. <laughs> so we were going to talk about narcissists. Yeah, that's right. So we were originally going to talk about narcissists, pero pues como yo me pongo a hablar, salud. Y... Pero sabes que lo bueno que no tenemos time limit. Yeah. Es, lo, es lo bueno del Juan Calavera Show, del Juan Calavera Podcast. There's that, no time yeah. limit. Puedo hacer lo que me dé mi regalada gana. Um, but you know what? Might as well let's, let's start talking a little bit about narcissists. Okay. We're talking about narcissists. Narcissist. Narcissist. Yes. Mira. I originally thought that narcissism was like little things that everybody had or everybody did. Right. Okay? I mean, I've heard of, of the original Greek story of, of, of Narcissus. Of Narcissus? Uh -huh, of Narciso. Okay. I mean, the, the historia, just so everybody knows it real quick, I'm going to give you the short Juan Calavera version. Del of Narciso. Of Narciso. Okay. Había un vato bien chulo, bien buenote, <risa> este, allá en Grecia, no sé en dónde, y, este, y estaba bien buenote, bien papazote el vato acá, y, y todo el mundo lo sabía, hasta él lo sabía. Que estaba bien chulo que, el Narciso. Que estaba bien buenote acá. Okay. Y este, 
a, o sea, viejas se le tiraban con los calzones y con, lo, con todo le tiraban y, y él, él no, nadie le satisfacía porque él, él se creía que estaba tan, tan, tan bueno, guapo, tan, guapo, tan buenote, que no, 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 no le llegaban a su nivel. Okay. Entonces un día este vato acá andaba caminando no sé dónde y pasó por un, no sé si es lago, una madre donde había agua y vio su reflexión en el agua y se dio cuenta que tan guapo que estaba y él se enamoró con sí mismo y se enamoró tanto que se quiso abrazar o, o besar, no sé qué chingados quiso hacer y se tiró a su reflexión que estaba en el agua, cayó en el agua y pues, se murió. Ahí quedó. Esa es la historia de Narcisos, de Narciso. Ok, yeah. pero so, entonces lo que yo pensaba era que características narcisistas era algo que todos hacían por ejemplo yo te puedo dar un chingo de, de ejemplos en mi vida right. donde yo pienso que yo actué de una forma narcisista okay. Okay. pero yo no creo okay. yo no creo que yo me considero narcisista quién sabe puede ser que otra, otra gente sí <laughs> otra gente piensa que eres un narcisista no creo que soy un narcisista creo que he hecho narcisistas I just don't you think. have narcissistic tendencies? Maybe, maybe, no okay. sé. Pero es lo que yo pensaba. Yo pensaba que todos hemos hecho algo narcisista. O sea, ¿qué, qué es lo que era? Pero tú me explicaste que en la actualidad el narcisismo es algo que puede ser como diagnosticado. Yes. So, even though we've all heard of, of narcissism and then... Um, um, todos hemos ido del narcisismo and we think that narcissism is like when somebody's like so um me muevo el micrófono. I think that um but we think that narcissist it, narcissist is somebody that's like in love with themselves, ¿no? Uh -huh. Como que se quiere mucho, but in, in reality there's there's criteria. El, el narcisismo es un diagnóstico clínico, right? It's a clinical diagnosis mm -hmm. and it's, it actually falls under a personality disorder. So even though like, aunque la mayoría de nosotros podemos hacer cosas que, que parecen narcisistas, mm -hmm. that doesn't make us narcissists, okay. right? Right. Um, there's actual criteria that a professional will use to diagnose a narcissist. I, por ejemplo, hay, hay cosas que una profesional de salud mental, hay, hay, tienes, que, tienes que tener cinco de los nueve criteria para ser considerado un narcisista. Okay. Yep. So, es como ahora pues las personas usamos así como, um, we use like, oh, she's bipolar, oh, because when people have mood swings, like they, they feel like, que la persona es bipolar, when in reality, like, that's not bipolar. There's, like, a specific criteria. La gente, por ejemplo, con bipolar, they have extreme highs and extreme lows, and they cycle, you know, with mania and major depression. Mm -hmm. Pero las personas nomás piensan que just because somebody has, like, mood swings, yeah, you're bipolar. No, that's not what it is. And it's the same with, with narcissism. No nomás porque, because you're in love with yourself, that means that, your narcissist that might be like one of, one of the, the symptoms things, uh -huh. one of the characteristics but that doesn't mean like you're a narcissist okay so entonces i mean obvio que no, no ahorita no, no no vamos a diagnosticar a nadie pero qué son para que la gente pueda entender más o menos qué, qué son los esas nueve 
Sorry, 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 sorry. Esas nueve características. Ok, so, ¿te acuerdas que íbamos a hacer este show en la mega? Sí. Ok, so déjame, déjame sacar mis notes. A ver, a ver, a ver. Para el criteria, pero ¿me puedes preguntar otra cosa por mientras? No, mueve el micrófono para que no te tengas que hacer lean back. Yeah, just, just tilt, oh. it, tilt it like this. Like that way? No, no, para allá. Acá. Yeah, because you're turning this way. Ah, ándale, así. Oh, like this way? Ándale. Ok. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, a ver, ¿qué otra pregunta en lo que busco el criteria para narcissists? Este, tú en, en, tu, en tu trabajo, en tu carrera como mental health specialist, uh -huh. ¿has, tú, ¿te has topado tú con alguien narcisista o, o alguien, algún, alguno de tus colegas que haya tratado a algún narcisista? Mira, te voy a decir la verdad. <coughs> la mayoría de los narcisistas no van a terapia. That makes sense. Um, la, la, the majority of, of um, narcissists don't go to therapy for the narcissism per se. Mm -hmm. um, y por eso te puedo decir que en mi práctica yo casi no he visto narcisistas. Mm -hmm. Pero lo que sí he podido hacer es, obviamente, porque soy profesional de la salud mental, si sí he conocido personas cercanas con narcisismo. Okay. That I have. Especialmente una que es mujer, which is more rare. Bueno, no es more rare, pero la mayoría de narcisistas son hombres. Yeah. ¿Por qué, es, por qué crees que es eso? Um, yo creo que a lo mejor muchas... Yo creo que a lo mejor... ¿Por qué crees que hay, creo que hay más hombres narcisistas que mujeres? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe... We're just better at it. I think it's maybe porque <laughs> there's a lot of traits of narcissism in men that are applauded by society. ¿Como por ejemplo? Como por ejemplo... A ver, I think that, um, por ejemplo, cuando, cuando un hombre... Es, es muy, muy seguro de sí mismo, uh -huh. right? O cuando un hombre es como muy, muy charming, uh -huh. that's something that's applauded in, in society, especially for men. As opposed to like, hay, hay, también hay mujeres narcisistas, pero hay otro personality disorder que hacen, que hacen um, develop las mujeres, uh -huh. que es histrionic personality disorder, que es más como, son más dramáticas, son bien... Um, estas son como like... More attention seeking. They're more attention... Well, narcissists are very attention seeking too. Uh -huh. So I think like... I think it's about like the behaviors that are more accepted in men and women. And maybe that's why men have more like society support to develop things like narcissism. O se les nota menos because they have traits of something that society would feel is a, is a desired characteristic mm. of a man. Well, see, I, like, I, por ejemplo... Um, el, los, los, las personas narcisistas pueden tener un sentido de importancia exagerado. Y la sociedad normalmente se presta a que el hombre tenga esa posición. Right. Gotcha. I think so. Okay. I think okay. that more than women, yes. Ok, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ok. All right. Um, otro es... Um, cuando el hombre... ¿Quieres que las diga en inglés o en español? No, no importa. En las dos, como sea. Ok. Sí, sí, sí. So, creo que otro, otro característico de un narcisista es they have a sense of entitlement and they require constant um, ex and excessive admiration. 
So, ponte a pensar, por ejemplo, cómo, cómo las mujeres somos aculturadas a la mejor para cuidar de los hombres, right? Mm. So, we might think that we're just fulfilling our role mm -hmm. of being like good traditional women. So, maybe it's hard for us to um, identify that maybe this person, like the type of attention and admiration that they require is excessive. Ok, por ejemplo, en la sociedad mexicana, en la tradición mexicana, la mujer se presta a servirle al hombre. Sí. Entonces, un narcisista, un narcisista, es difícil de ver si el hombre es narcisista, porque eso ya se espera por la sociedad, no nomás por el hombre. Right, so I, por eso pienso que maybe like, maybe that's why men, and maybe it's also biological, why men um, tend more towards narcissism, narcissism aunque también ha crecido mucho más el número de mujeres okay, con el diagnóstico de narcisismo. Right, right, right. Pues sí, I guess that makes sense because as, uh, a, a como cambia la sociedad, este, las mujeres en general han podido tener, han podido subir más esa, esa escalera, ¿cómo se dice? That social ladder. Right. You know what I mean? So now there's more women in more prominent positions. So I guess they're now... Yeah, and, and sabes que a big number of, of a big number of CEOs dicen que tiene, son narcissists. Because think of like how cunning and how like completely self-absorbed you need to be to get to a position where you're the CEO of a company. Yeah. That's what I heard, but that is just anecdotal. Right, right. No right. data to back that one up. Just, <laughs> yeah. Um another symptom of narcissism is that they exaggerate their achievements and talents. For example, um Conozco una, I, I actually know a therapist que estaba casada con un narcissist. Y él, he was a really, really good, um, he was a really good golf player. And so, like, he was a great golf player. He was, like, a talent. He could have been a pro, pero él siempre, you know, he was always, like, exaggerating, like, yeah, I'm so good, I'm going to be pro, I'm going to do this, and I did this and that. And in reality, like, si cierto que era, he was a really good um, golf player and maybe he could have been a pro and if he would have applied himself but it was just exaggerated he never like his sense of of of, of achievement never matched what he actually did to become a pro it was it was a uh, more bark yeah you know, bark que, yes. que, que bite. they exaggerate achievements and talents um they are preoccupied with fantasies about uh success power brilliance beauty or the perfect mate y hablando de, de mujeres que son narcisistas, mm -hmm. this is one of the traits that I've seen like um, in women narcissists es que las mujeres narcisistas, they, um, women narcissists are very obsessed with their appearance. Ah. Right? And, okay. Y de nuevo, like, how do you, how do you, um, how do you differentiate between like a, a woman who, who wants to like just look good, right? Uh-huh. Or, or a woman who que es narcisista, but it's like an exaggerated, and you have to like have have like at least five of these nine to be considered like clinically diagnosable with narcissist, right? Right, right, right. So el otro es they believe they are superior and can only associate with equally special people. So this is your oh. people that que. Okay. Uh, si no eres de cierto nivel, no, 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 right. no, 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 ni la pienses, no te andes contando conmigo acá. O, o a la mejor, um, a la mejor, maybe, maybe it's not that, because a lot of, um, a lot of narcissists don't, they, they might not have anything, right? Mm -hmm. a la, maybe like, 
maybe this narcissist um, does hasn't really a merit to anything, but like in their mind, they are great, and so they only need to hang out with people who are important. Like, sí, porque... en otras palabras, esta persona no no se va a juntar con con like just cualquier cualquier um, peasant. Ajá, no, it has ajá. to be like it has to be like special people like them. Por ejemplo, mira, esa es la cosa. Por ejemplo, yo me la llevo con pura gente bien guapa. Right. Pero eso no, no es porque yo decido hacerlo. Es que nomás así la gente guapa nos juntamos, pues. Y yo, no, se oye bien narcisista eso, pero es que la, es la neta. Toda la gente que conozco yo es bien, bien guapa la gente. No sé por qué. Ok, but would you frown upon, like, hanging out with ugly people? No. Okay. Because I, I, I always see myself, I'm probably the ugliest one in the group anyway. Okay. Well, a narcissist um, doesn't associate with people that, that he or she feels that have nothing to contribute to them. Mm. Narcissists only like, they only hang out with people that they feel are superior or special like them. Like, have you ever heard somebody say like, oh, it's because like, I know, it, like I'm unique, I'm different. And so All the time. they can't hang out with, uh, with other people that are not unique and different when in reality, like, it might just be a symptom of narcissism. What I found out is that a lot of times with people that say I'm unique, I'm different. You're not really unique and you're not really different. <laughs> you're not really. <laughs> no, not really. Yep. <laughs> so another, another symptom, otro síntoma of narcissist is they monopolize, they monopolize conversations and belittle or look down on people that they perceive as inferior. So you're going to see this a lot with like people who are dating a narcissist. That, o, o gente de Nogales. Los, el Juan Calavera dice que Nogales es el capital de los haters. The capital of haters. I don't know. Nogales. I don't, I don't know if that's true. That's unofficial. Unofficial. Yeah, that's unofficial data. <laughs> but um, you're, you're going to see it a lot like with... Um, in couples, when one of them is a narcissist, right? Y usualmente, like, maybe the one that's not a narcissist isn't, like, is achieved. So, like, you'll see that, um, you're going to see that this person might belittle their spouse because they don't perceive them to be, like, in that same level as them. As them. Yeah. Yeah. Este, another, another symptom of narcissist, and si tienes preguntas, dime, porque ya te dije, like, I will go full-blown clinical on this narcissist stuff. <laughs> yeah. Espérate, ¿cuántos puntos tienes ya? Uy, ya llevo una, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. Cinco. Somewhere, yeah. Okay, wait, let's take a little break, and then we'll come back, right, we'll come right back. Okay. What the hell is a Juan Calavera? 
Can anybody tell me what the hell that is? The hell? You can twist it as you don't have to move the whole base. Okay. Entonces, estábamos hablando de narcisistas. Yes. Uh, me andabas dando puntos, de los, de los nueve puntos, para, nomás para hacer review de bola. Hay, nue hay nueve características que son de un narcisista. Si una persona tiene cinco, cinco. de esas características, es clínicamente considerada un narcisista. So, uh -huh, they meet the criteria for uh -huh. the diagnosis of narcissistic personality. Ah, pueden ser diagnosticados. Sí. Okay. Ya, clínicamente van con un profesional uh -huh. y tienen, hacen todas las características de un, de un trastorno narcisista. Órale, ok, ok, ok. So, en eso estábamos. Estábamos, me estabas dando los, los nueve puntos. Right. Entonces, um, nos quedamos en esperan favores especiales and unquestioning compliance with their expectations. Like, um, they expect to be treated better or with privilege. Uh -huh. Just because, you know, they, they might not even have earned it, but that's what they expect. Mm -hmm. They take advantage of others to get what they want. Son gente bien... Um, hay una palabra que se llama interpersonally exploitive. Quiere decir que explotan todas tus habilidades personales. O sea, si eres una persona bien... Uh, like, if you're a very giving person, yeah, like they'll exploit that. Right. You're like... You're a perfect target for a narcissist if you're a very giving person. Or if you're... Or, or, or si eres bien forgiving. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, they're gonna... A narcissist, um, they exploit your personal resources. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha, yes. gotcha. Okay. Um, one thing that... Okay. One thing that, that's like very common with people, not only with narcissism, but with personality disorders, is that um, no tienen la habilidad ni las ganas de reconocer los sentimientos de otros. They, like, they don't... O sea, no tienen como empathy. That, that's one of the feelings that they don't have. No tienen empatía. They, they, no ¿Cómo se dice? Empatía. Empatía. No pueden ponerse en los zapatos de otra persona. Ajá. Um, so no pueden entender de, de, si alguien está sufriendo cualquier X. Ellos no te van a poder entender ese tipo de sufrimiento. Right. So, like, un, un, un ejemplo, ¿ok? Uh -huh. Un ejemplo es, por ejemplo, um, tú te enojaste con el narcisista porque el narcisista gastó demasiado dinero. Que gastó demasiado dinero, like, no nomás esta vez, pero continúa y continúa. Y el narcisista, en lugar de entender que, pues, estás enojado porque tú estás afectando la economía, se enoja contigo. Se enoja contigo, um, no, re, no puede reconocer que, que él está mal o que ella está mal porque está gastando dinero y está afectando la relación. No, they can't see that. They get mad and then they turn it around on you. And that also, eso también coincide con el, ese otro punto que habías dicho de que ellos esperan ser tratados de cierta manera. Right. O sea, si, si, 
¿por qué me la estás haciendo de pedo a mí? Right. O sea, no, no, tú no me la debes estar haciendo de pedo a mí. Right. Cacha, 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 cacha. Sí. Or, um, ¿por qué, por qué no, why don't you want me to spend money when a narcissist in their mind, they deserve for you to spend all the money on them. So, ¿por qué, por qué me estás diciendo que, que gasté mucho dinero? O sea, si, que no me lo merezco, que, don't you love me? Like, uh -huh. why, why are you mad because I'm, because I'm overspending? Órale. Because a narcissist, They can't recognize your feelings or not only can they not recognize them, they're not willing to recognize them. Okay. 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 And then um, one, one major thing about narcissists is that they'll take advantage of others to get what they want. Like, uh, por ejemplo, if, if I were a narcissist and you're my friend, mm -hmm. right? Vamos a decir que las dos éramos gal pals y que yo soy narcissist, <laughs> right? Y para aprovecharme de ti, like... I drop off my kids at your house um, so I can go out every weekend. It doesn't, like, I don't think of, like, maybe you're tired, maybe you already, you already babysat my kids. It doesn't matter. O sea, tú ya esperas que esa yes. persona te va a cuidar a tus plebes. Right. Ahora. O si no, por ejemplo, when, when, when there's moms that have um, kids that are narcissists, uh -huh. like, the, it's like, especially the daughter, ¿no? Because usually we're the ones that have the, that keep the kids. So, Um, let's just say that you have a daughter that's, that's a single mom uh -huh. and she's a narcissist. Like you're always babysitting for her and the sister can't like the daughter can't see why you would be angry that she continues to drop off the kids there sí, sí, sí. and then they take advantage that, that you're there for them basically. Sí, y luego te van a salir con las grandes yeah. ideas. Well, how am I supposed to make my life? Right. Acá. And, right, right, right. Yeah. And so what, what's important to know about narcissists is that, um, There's things that people with personality disorders don't have, or they don't have the ability to have them. ¿Cómo? Narcissists don't have empathy. Right. They don't, they don't have empathy. They can't put themselves in your shoes. They might, they might fake having empathy to get what they want. But to they, manipulate. Yeah, to manipulate, but they really don't possess it. Okay. Right? And then, um, I don't know if you've seen like, um, so like I told you before, I've never... It's very rare that you're going to treat a narcissist in treatment because narcissists do not go to therapy. Right. So mainly like my experience with narcissists has been like in the regular community. Mm -hmm. And because I happen to be a mental health professional, I can identify like, damn, this person is like a full blown narcissist. Like out of the nine criteria, they meet like 10. <laughs> you know, más hay nine. Um, another characteristic of a narcissist is that um, they're always envy, envious of others. So, you know, like, there's people that always have to keep up with the Joneses, right? Like, they... they o sea, if, si mi vecino agarró un right. troque bien chingón, sí. yo necesito agarrar un troque right. más chingón acá. Sí, like, uh, narcissists are very envious of others, especially if that other person has more than them. Uh -huh. And then narcissists always believe that other people are envious of them. Órale. How interesting, right? Órale. So, oye, so I gotta get a better truck than my neighbor because the neighbor got that truck because he's right. jealous of me. So, um, like I had shared with you, I, I, um, I dealt with a female narcissist, which they're more rare because the majority of narcissists are men. Uh -huh. I dealt with a female narcissist and like she had everything. Like she really had nothing to envy from anybody, uh -huh. right? But as soon as somebody like would get something that's the same as her house or whatever, like she would go crazy like why are they buying stuff the same as me 
when like she had so much shit in her house like it was bound to happen you know sometimes someone <laughs> is gonna buy something like her but in her mind like they were envious of her Orale. but when in reality like um narcissists are very envious of others right right right, right, right. yeah and then um narcissists are very um arrogant and i think like now in our society like it could it, it's very difficult to It's difficult to identify a narcissist because the majority of us obviously like don't know what the DSM-5 is, right? Which is what... I have no idea right? what that is. So the DSM-5 is like a big book. <laughs> it's like it's like the Bible for medical professionals and mental health professionals. Uh -huh. And so when we diagnose someone, we go off of the criteria. So para que la gente que anda escuchando no crea que nomás porque está escuchando este podcast van a poder <laughs> diagnosticar a un narcisista. Es, well, yeah. O sea, dejen, hay que dejarle eso a los profesionales. Right. I, I, I don't think that it's good to like diagnose yeah. anybody right. if you're they're not like under your treatment. Right. But what I will say is that it is important to know the symptoms of narcissism because yes. they are they are like they are highly destructive. A narcissist will will use you and once that you have nothing else to give because they've compromised your mental health, your physical health then they're going to discard you like you're trash. So being in a relationship with a narcissist is actually like a very high, bad health concern, mental health concern, physical concern in every aspect. Wait, is that the nine points? No. Oh, okay. I'm I have sorry. two more. I have two more. Sale. Sigue, so, sigue, sigue, sigue. Okay. I had a question for you, but cuando terminas. Okay. Problem. So um, narcissists are very arrogant. They come across as like conceited, boastful, or pretentious. So that they might be like very super snobby or their their arrogance might be um, confused with confidence. Uh -huh. But this is like this is what people see of narcissists. Right. That's what that's why they say, like when somebody's kind of snobby or conceited, mm -hmm. then people are like, oh, you're such a narcissist. No, that's just one of the points. Right. 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 right, right, right. Um, narcissists insist of having the best of everything. So. What I'm going to say is, um, even though obviously not all narcissists have, have money, right? There's narcissists that are poor, but in whatever, <laughs> like they're, they're, in whatever their means are, they ought, nothing is ever enough for them. They always want something better. Okay. And Ye then um, people with, with um, narcissism, this is not like, a, this is not part of the criteria for narcissism, pero... Um, narcissistic people have a very hard time with criticism. They have a very, oh. they do not take criticism good, which is why it's difficult because let's say that you're in a relationship with a narcissist, like you ain't getting anywhere trying to provide some contrast. <laughs> the only way you're getting is in a fight with a narcissist. See, but I put those arguments ahí. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yep. that is shit. Okay, wait. Okay, so you said that last point is not actually one of the points, though. No, that's just a character, like one of the um, characteristics of a person with narcissism is no, los narcisistas no toman bien la crítica. ¿Por qué crees que la gente aguanta tanto a un narcisista? So, en inglés o español. En, okay, so I, I think people like put up with narcissists, like. For example, like the narcissist female that I that I know, uh -huh. I think people put up with narcissists because there's there's certain characteristics about narcissists that are very appealing. Like, can you imagine meeting a female who's like extremely confident? They're extremely personable. 
Um, they might be like on top of that, they might be like extremely beautiful, right? And so here the, the innocent person, aquí está pensando like, wow, I found the whole package, right? Like she is so charismatic and interpersonal, but then like... So, so they can seem like a type of like an alpha type of personality, but with, but with characteristics that seem very attractive. Yeah. So a lot of, not a lot of them, but people with personality disorders tend to be very charming, especially narcissists. Mm. They tend to be very charming, which I mean, you can't be like your, your monstrous self, right? How are you ever going to find a girlfriend or a boyfriend? So a lot of narcissists so come across, that's yeah. why. a lot of narcissists <laughs> come across as very personable. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. So, entonces you think that, okay, so now, okay, so that answers the question why people might be attracted to narcissists. Right. What keeps them with narcissists? I think that... What do, um, or what do you think? Yeah. What I think that keeps a person with a narcissist is all the mind games, first of all, because think of it like if you meet someone, okay, if you meet a man and this man is good looking, this man is intelligent, this man is confident... And remember, narcissists, they always exaggerate their talents or mm -hmm. their achievements. And, mm -hmm. you know, this man is saying that they are pro golfers, like the dude I was telling you about that sí. said he was a pro golfer. Uh, like, bien what is... Bien what, bien tigre. Right. What is there not... See, bien tiger Woods, <laughs> what is there not to like about a female or a man like that? It's actually very attractive. Right, right, right. Unfortunately, by the time that... Obviously, like... None of us go around trying to diagnose. A lot of us don't even know what narcissism is. Mm -hmm. So I think that by the time the majority of people understand that the, that the spouse that they're with is like a full-blown narcissist, by that deep, time, like there's, there's a lot of dependence that has already developed in the relationship. And also like they're in too deep. They're, they already made a lot of investments or concessions uh -huh. in that relationship and they can't get out. Okay. And I guess that does make sense because that goes back to one of the other points where they'll exploit yes. your, 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 like, your good... Um, your interpersonal resources. Right. So, for example, una persona que, a very loving person, a very forgiving person, is going to, is a, obviously, the, the name says it itself, they're going to be always forgiving. They're, gonna be, they're always going to be giving you chance after chance after chance, expecting that maybe one day you're going to change or que vas a agarrar la right. onda, lo que sea. So that narcissist is going to keep exploiting that because they know that they have that, that they can basically count on. Right. And then I think what's important to know is that there's different, um, there's different type of mental health disorders, right? Mm -hmm. there's, there's disorders that you can treat like um, depression, anxiety, bipolar, mm -hmm. ADHD, right? Mm -hmm. Those are all treatable conditions. Pero narcissist is what we like clinicians fall as an access to, which are personality disorder, a person develops a personality disorder as an as a maladaptive or, or unhealthy way of coping. So the narcissism is not going anywhere. You can't go to an outpatient, to a mental health clinic or to a therapist, and they're going to give you a pill for narcissism. It doesn't exist. Like it's ingrained in their personality. So it, it, it's a big concern, to be honest. Like I, I hope that none of you ever come across a narcissist and my my advice is if you're in a relationship with a narcissist you remember what my advice is get out run as fast as you can leave your stuff you don't need it yeah damn yeah mira yo yo cuando me acuerdo que hice post una question una pregunta así en mi social media yeah. que tenía que ver con narcisistas 
Y este... Muchas, y la mayoría fueron mujeres que me respondieron y dijeron que ellas tuvieron este, experiencias con, con narcisistas. Um, and I'll be honest with you, a lot of them, at the beginning, cuando las andaba leyendo, para mí, they sounded very, like, that doesn't, miss, that doesn't sound narcissist, that just sounds selfish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pero, ¿por qué? Porque ellas nomás me están dando, they're just giving me, you know, a couple sentences of, of what happened to them. They're not telling me the entire... Pero, what, what was the answer? What did you ask him? No, o sea, les pregunté, era, ¿qué era la pregunta? Why, something along the lines of why would people stick around <coughs> narcissists? Or what makes people stay around with narcissists? ¿Por qué se quedan con Yeah, but, but think of this, like, we're always asking, like, why are people with narcissists? But we never ask, like, why the hell are you a narcissist? Like, why are you such a... Porque nadie, es que nadie va a decir yo soy. Sí, right, right. Yeah. But, like, the focus is always on the victim, on the person that is with the abuser es que, or the narcissist. Es because in this case, they're the only ones that are going to want to talk. Oh, yeah, you know I, I, I mean? guess, yeah. Yeah, a, right. nar a narcissist is not going to be like, oh, well, let me tell you, ¿me entiendes? But I think that when you're going out with a narcissist, it's the same as, like, Well, it's not the same because I'm going to say that like narcissists, like they lead the, the groups of toxic people. Like they give lessons on psychological <laughs> manipulation, on playing with your mind, of messing with your feelings. They, they teach these classes. It's something that they, you know, something in their environment caused them to, to develop these maladaptive skills. Sí, sí, and they, sí. you're not going to beat them. You're not going to change a narcissist and you're not going to beat this maladaptive um, way of coping in their personality. So it's, is it safe to say that a narcissist, a person that's been clinically diagnosed as a narcissist, they suffered some sort of trauma or, or something along those lines that, that made them what they are. So I'm, I'm going to talk about personality disorders in general, which is like her histrionic personality disorder, narcissism, okay. right? Uh -huh. Um, There's obviously like there is causes, right, that lead a person to develop a full-blown personality disorder. Mm -hmm. What I have noticed is that for women, mm -hmm. um, they develop personality disorders mostly because of like chronic and acute abandonment, emotional abandonment. Mm. That's one cause that I've seen for women. For, it, but the causes are obviously different. Like it could be your environment, right? Um, Let's just say that maybe this narcissist has a, had a parent who gave him like excessive adoration, mm -hmm. right? Que they never, nunca le dijo la verdad, mijito estás feo. No, like they, the parents were never truthful. Like, o oh sea, my el, God, you're the most beautiful child. Even though like, niño mimado. right, but excessive, right? So either they, environment could be like the narcissist grew up with excessive adoration mm. or excessive criticism. So Um, and this, this is true for perfectionists too. Like, for example, if you grew up with parents that no matter what you did, like nothing was ever good enough, mm -hmm. right? This is where people develop perfectionism because they always have that sense that yeah. they're not good enough. They're not good enough. Right. So right. if I have everything in order, if I do everything right, if my hair is in place, not like mine, but like if everything <laughs> is in place, right, then I'll be good enough. Okay. Right. And so it's the same for a narcissist. Like they constantly receive criticism. And so, como se dice, it's uh, subconsciously, mm -hmm. a narcissist behaves extremely arrogantly, but in reality, a narcissist 
has extremely poor self-esteem. And it, like I said, because due to like the excessive criticism when they were growing up, like it didn't have to be like direct criticism. It could have been like you grew up in an environment where there was like violence, where there was like maybe violence in your home. The environment wasn't safe. It wasn't conducive mm -hmm. of you developing a, a healthy sense of self. So one thing is definitely environment. The other one is gen genetics. I don't know which one specifically, but there, there's certain characteristics that um, narcissists, um, ¿cómo se llama? Inherit genetically. Oh, okay. So genetics is another one. And the, the other one is like neurobiology, like how, how we connect our brain with our thinking. Wait, wait, go back to the genetic one. Uh-huh. Like what's something that could be genetically inherited? Like, oh, like, like being like, a, like an alpha personality type of thing? Like it could be personality is, um, it could be like that um, personality is, is inherited. Uh -huh. It could also be, so, for example, with antisocial personality disorder, one thing that can be inherited that people with antisocial have is fearlessness, right? These people don't, aren't afraid of the police. They're not afraid of, of, of crimes. So they're prone more to criminal activity. That's one example. So, and there's you mean, all... You mean they're not afraid of the consequences? Right. They're fearless. Okay. They're fearless. And okay. they're, they're very like risk takers. Uh -huh. So just like there's, I don't know specifically for narcissists. I think like one inherent characteristic is like the personality. Definitely. Uh-huh. Um, for example, environment can also be so like for the female that I know that she is a full-blown narcissist and I really have never met anybody who meets so much of those um, <laughs> characteristics is... Um, she grew up in a home where the mom was very like verbally, verbally berating. Like since she was little, she was like 12 and she would call her like, excuse my language, like a hoe or a cunt. So a lot, a lot of verbal abuse, a lot of verbal abuse and a lot of violence. Like her parents were always fighting. Oh, right. Okay. So the only honestly, and she never really did a merit to anything. She never merited to anything in her life, mm -hmm. but what she did merit was her looks so esta, she was like a full-blown narcissist. And I think that with her, I could safely say that a lot of it was her environment. But there's no, it's like with, with a lot of illnesses, you don't know exactly what causes. But what we do know is that people who are narcissists, it's definitely like not a healthy sense of, of um, uh, confidence. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a maladaptive skill that they, they, they developed as they were growing up to survive. Como un callo, pues. Uh huh. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you develop these things like if there's if my if they're always criticizing me in my house and I'm not good enough, I probably believe I'm good enough. I, I'm not good enough, so I'm gonna act the total opposite. You know. Right. So I'm gonna dress up. I'm gonna try to be better than you. I'm going to like, I don't know, like whatever whatever compensation behaviors that people engage in to appear to be better than they really feel mm -hmm. because it doesn't match. Narcissists don't feel that good about themselves. Fíjate, I think I just invented, me acaba de inventar you invented a word? una palabra. ¿Cuál? Ca <laughs> callo, ay, callo mental. Oh, could be. You know what I mean? Maybe, but it's with narcissists is more their mental. It's, it's also behaviors. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the problem is that like narcissists create a lot of very toxic issues for them and the people around them. Because that but way. But mostly for other people. Because that way they can manipulate the situation. 
they always manipulate the situation. Right, right, right. right. And you know, so it's it's like the way I see it. They got they create the game, right? Because they can make the rules of the game almost. Como quien dice. Right. They like yes. You're always on the narcissist rule. Yeah. Te acuerdas que remember I was telling you that um, narcissists never go to therapy. Right. Okay. A narcissist is not going to walk into therapy. Well, they mellow with age. They do mellow with age. But, mm-hmm. but you're not going to see somebody like walk into therapy, especially a male and say, I'm here because I think I have narcissism. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. But you know why they mm-hmm. will go to therapy? Guess why, guess why narcissists go to therapy? To make somebody else think that they're trying. Right. Yep. So, like, let's just say, like, <laughs> you are a good narcissist in training. So, let's just say that um, this narcissist, oh, like, an example. Okay. So, oh, so narcissists are some collectionistas, right? They are collectionists. What that's, does that mean? That's my word. What does that mean? Well, they like to collect people because they love the attention. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. So, um, because narcissists love attention, uh-huh. right? And then they probably used up all the emotional energy of their poor spouse, right? Like, because remember... Ya se lo gastaron. Sí, ya, o sea, ya, se, ya no tienen nada que dar el pobre hombre o la mujer. Yeah, like, narcissists have expended the other person emotionally, financially, and so the other person is like, they're not paying them as much attention, They're not giving them as many props. They're not giving them like the adoration they need. So, entonces, so what do they do? Let's go to the list. Let's go to let's go to Instagram. Let's go to Facebook. Uh-huh. Let me just pull the selfie and look good and see who gives me attention, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they start getting outside attention because the other people don't know what an animal this person is, right? <laughs> they don't know what they're inheriting. Inheriting, <laughs> and then a narcissist is very charming, so they start sweet talking the man or the guy, whatever. And so they start having issues in relationships because they are collectionists. Collectionists. They they like to collect people for attention. Oh, okay. 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 So finally, the spouse is like, "Sabes qué? Either you go to therapy or I'm leaving you." Right. El ultimatum. And of course, like, how are you going to leave a narcissist? Like that is totally against their ego. <laughs> you are not going to leave me. I'm going to go to therapy so to make it seem like, like I'm leaving you. <laughs> And then they'll go to therapy. <laughs> yep. So yeah. that's the only um, exception to narcissists going to therapy. Wait, okay. So this whole time that this narcissist is with the, the, uh, their, their significant other in therapy... The therapist, you know, obviously he's listening to both, whatever. But the therapist is making notes. Yep, narcissist, narcissist, that guy. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if the therapist. I think that the therapist would have to know this person. They would actually have to know them in person to be able to diagnose narcissism. Porque te iba a decir, like, like you said, like. People don't go in asking for to see if they're fucking narcissists right. or not. No, they, they go to manipulate the spouse. Right. So, so the only way that... If they go, that's why they go. So the only w- way that they're going to be diagnosed is because the, ther- the therapist is, according to what the therapist is hearing and observing, the therapist can say, this person is probably... I don't know. Like, to be honest, like, I've, known, I've known narcissists that go to therapy, but for like... Things that are totally different, right? They uh-huh. are. They don't even 
it's not even in their conscious mind that they're that they're there for narcissism. narcissism. Right, yeah. Right. But I've seen them go to therapy and these people like they people with narcissism look so put together that I feel like you really have to get into the therapeutic process or know them like in their natural habitat to be able to diagnose it. I'm telling you like I hope nobody has to um, nobody has to have an encounter with a narcissist let alone a narcissistic spouse because it's very very detrimental do you think that's something that our culture is has suffered a lot that obviously undiagnosed I think that now, like, narcissistic tendencies are more, um, ¿cómo se llama? They're more, not promoted, it's in Spanish. They're more desirable because of social media. Mm. I think that it just makes it, you know, like, you see some um, artists that are definitely, like, or public figures that are definitely diagnosable with narcissistic personality disorder. And I don't think it's social media that makes you a narcissist. But I think that social media gives narcissists a, way to a project whole themselves. new, yes, yeah. a whole new platform to mm -hmm. project yourself. It's like um, narcissists love the attention. So, like, what better attention that you know to get yourself on social media? All right, you want to do something fun? Sure. Let's diagnose a famous narcissist. Paris Hilton. Really? I think so. Por qué? I don't know. I just, I don't know, like what. If she meets all of the criteria, uh -huh. but I think Paris Hilton is definitely um, a narcissist. I mean, it's difficult. It'd be difficult to differentiate with her because her her family actually has a lot of money. Yeah. But if you know like anything about the Hiltons, I know that like people with old money, right? Uh -huh. People who are not new money, pero la gente que vie, that come wealthy from like people. generations of wealth. Wealthy people. They yes. don't they don't um they frown upon getting like having all that attention called to yourself. Right. 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 And obviously like she's the opposite. Right. She loves to be in the spotlight, you know, like Well, it's not like I've really seen her in the spotlight for what is it like At least 10 years, yeah. Tiene rato que, no, que se ha tirado just, a perder. No, she just did a reality show. But that's just my opinion. Ah, bueno, yeah. pa para que veas que yo, no soy, yo soy el que no estoy enterado. Yeah. En well, el, I, en... saw, I started watching her, um, her reality show. I don't know why, but I mean, it was pretty interesting. It talks about like... The new one? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure que se llama Paris. Um, uh -huh. I started watching it because um, I was like, what is this girl up to? <laughs> and she was talking about like, I don't know if she... Not being molested, but like being put in a boarding. No me acuerdo. I don't remember. I saw all of it. I promise, but I don't. <laughs> a ver, mira, yo te voy a hacer diagnóstico. Yo te voy a hacer diagnóstico uno. A ver, one one famous person. El el not not the current. Bueno, aunque maybe él también. Not the current uh, president of North Korea, but his oh. dad. Oh, I don't know. No. Okay, I don't know if you knew this, but... And I'm not even going to get into political figures. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> no, no, este, este way, he's just, uh, he's well known by most everybody as like one, a, a dictator, okay? Right. Este, and I guess, you know, I guess we have, we, is it, I guess it's safe to say that most historical dictators are probably narcissists. 
they probably have a personality disorder, like because uh-huh. they they have to lack empathy for all the atrocities that they that, that they commit, they, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, they yeah that they're responsible mm-hmm. for, right, 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 yeah. right. Um, so, anyways, so yeah, this guy, and this is the reason he's he's the first person that jumped into my head, porque there's this just came out a while ago. So, para que todo mundo sepa, we're recording this on today is January the eighth. Okay. okay. Um, this literally came out like a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, give, give or take. Este, que, so he's dead already. But his son, <coughs> the, the current president of North Korea, King Jong, King Jong, I don't know, King Jong something. No, no, no me acuerdo. I'm sorry, I don't remember those names right now. Um, but he said that his dad invented the burrito. What? <laughs> it, that's cultural appropriation right there. Yo también me quedé, what? Definitely a narcissist, right? So, because it's true, like, narcissists take credit for things that others do that they do. Yeah, yeah. And, and remember that I told you that narcissists um, can't take, they can't handle criticism. Uh-huh. Um, they, they actually become very impatient or angry when they don't receive special treatment. Uh-huh. I mean, how are you? How are you not gonna treat a person who invented the burrito? Burrito special. Ah, uh, no, pues sí. I mean, that, yeah. Eso está, esa madre de narcisista está bien interesante. I think it's a super interesting because it opens the door to me. When you kind of taught me a little bit of, of, of narcissism, yeah. Well, to me, it opened the door to like. Just to think, yo me pongo a pensar pendejadas cada rato, ¿no? Pero me puse a pensar, ¿qué tantas cosas, cuántas diagnoses have we gone without being diagnosed? Oh, like, Porque, undiagnosed, you mean? Like, yes, people who are uh, undiagnosed? Right, right, right. You know... Pero, pero también, ¿qué no está mal eso? Porque si, si nos... If, if we're honest with ourselves, like, everybody can technically be diagnosed with something. Well, right? No. You don't think so? Nope. All right. So, I think I think that we all have tendencies that might fall under certain disorders, right? Okay. But for something to be diagnosable, there has to be like a key aspect. It has to be impairing your functioning. Um It has to be like messing with your day-to-day life, like there's nothing wrong with wanting attention. Like, actually, what you and I were talking about is like attention is a basic need. It's a basic human need, like mm-hmm. water or love, right? Right. So, like, human beings develop better mm-hmm. when they when they had parents who were attentive to them and gave them attention. Okay. So let's just say, liking attention does not make you a narcissist. Right. But when you are seeking attention, right? And at the expense of maybe your privacy, at the expense of your somebody partner, else's or at the expense yeah. of somebody else, then it's an impairment. Anything like, for example, there's day-to-day behaviors that we have that are part of our human needs, like sex. Sex isn't, um, it, just because you have sex every day doesn't mean that it's a, it, you're a sex addict. Mm-hmm. When, that, when your sexual activity starts to impair your day-to-day life when you're trying to like be with other people because your spouse can't meet your need of like of of this um 
constant like sexual desire, then, mm-hmm. then you're going into the realms of this might be a psychiatric mental health issue or a disorder. It's causing you impairment. So when the lack of attention that you're seeking, when using others, right, for your benefit, when you're exploiting others, when you're constantly having to need others to adore you or admire you, right? And then you're wearing people out around you. Eso. Okay. okay. So, See that? so I don't yeah. think we can all be diagnosed with something. Obviously, like, it's like depression. I'm depressed. Well, are you really depressed? Like, <laughs> are you are just you, having a bad right? day? Are you, have, are you hopeless? Are you helpless? <laughs> Do you lack motivation? Is there cha- change in your sleeping patterns, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you know, I'm just bummed. It's, it's circumstantial. Something happened. Okay, that doesn't mean I'm depressed. Yeah. It doesn't even mean that I meet the criteria for depression. Right. It's, I think, that when a behavior is impairing your functioning, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what they say, I feel that's when you should definitely go check it out with someone. Well, see, I was going to say, that does make, that, see, I could, my mind, understand. yes, my mind was able to understand that. Porque, right. por ejemplo, I can see cases of, for example, people that drink alcohol every day, but they're not alcoholics. Mm. Let me explain. Then there's people that only drink on the weekends, and they're alcoholics. Mm. I don't. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me give you the difference. There's people, and I'm going to go extreme, but I'm going to go extreme to make my point. Right. People in Europe. Not the same. Exactly. But again, extreme. Extreme, extreme example. People in Europe, let's say people in Italy, they're going to, most of the time, they're going to drink with their lunch and their dinner, a glass of wine. Yeah, but. It's alcohol. But it's, and it's every but day. But you know why it's different? Well, again, let me get to my point. Okay. Let me get to my point. They're drinking almost every day, if not every day, alcohol. But they're not alcoholics, at least in a sense. Now, people that are drinking on the weekends, every weekends, that I see could be considered alcoholics is because the way that they drink, the, their purpose of drinking. Nope. Se ponen, a, se ponen a pistear para empedarse. And in fact, they cannot have a good time without drinking. But that's not the criteria for addiction. See, it's the same thing you're generalizing. No. A ver, okay. There's, okay, first of all, There's alcoholics that drink every day and there's alcoholics who drink once a month. It's just the pattern of drinking. One is a binge drinker. Mm-hmm. One is a habitual drinker every day. But that person who drinks once a month mm-hmm. drinks a, a 30 pack and has several DUIs. Mm-hmm. The same as the one that drinks every day. Like, so you're saying they're both alcoholics, it's just different levels. I'm just saying that they can both meet the criteria for addiction. There's three basic measures for when a behavior is a problem. Okay. Any behavior, uh-huh. right? Um, number one is uh, preoccupation. Like, What oh does my, that mean? Preoccupation means like, oh my God, I can't wait till the next time I drink. You're, th- you're at work and you're thinking like, it's going to be five o'clock and I'm going to drink. Or... Like you're so, ah, you're so preoccupied okay. to drink it, to drinking, like, let me just sneak one in, in the parking lot gotcha. when I go in, right? You have a preoccupation. You're thinking of drinking. Okay. Or let's just say that if it's a relationship that you're addicted to, you can't get this person out of your mind, right? Okay. okay. That's one criteria for addiction is preoccupation. The other one is loss of control, right? And what does you, that mean? Me- means that you said you were going to drink a six pack and you drank a 30 pack means that You lost control and you got a DUI means that... O sea, te estás metiendo en problemas. Right. Well, no, just loss of control. You're losing control with your drink. Okay, not necessarily getting in problems, but... The... And then the third one okay. is 
loss of, con uh, it's preoccupation, loss of control, and you're already starting to have problems because you drink. Like you already have a fatty liver. You got a DUI. You're not present at oh, home Oh, that was the third one. Drunk. Okay, that was the third one. Okay. So, I mean, it's just because people drink doesn't make them alcoholics. Just like, uh -huh. just because people are overconfident doesn't mean that they're narcissists. So like, so there are certain criteria. So, por ejemplo, el ejemplo que yo sé de la, de la persona que toma vino todos los días. But uh, with Europeans, it's different, which is why Native Americans do really bad with alcohol. Because, oh, yeah, I know right? that. Yeah, because yeah. remember, like... Well, um, we were just not... Native Americans were not genetically they were not genetic disposed yeah. to that right they hadn't been exposed, exposed um, in their to genetics that, yeah. to alcohol for so long right which is why it's like literally poison to them right which right. is why we still have like high problems uh, um really high um social issues with the with certain, alcoholism yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 with alcoholism because luego, it's it's, the, it's veneno para ellos and then the reverse went the other way tobacco is to Europeans and Asians well alcohol is to us And so like with Europeans, they like their, their genetics have been exposed to alcohol generation to generation. Right. Uh -huh. And remember that alcoholism is the one gene that you inherit, especially males. And it can jump a generation. So I, ne you see I never, how, like, I never understood that. No. Well, ¿Cómo, it, okay, ¿cómo es so, yeah. so deviating a little from narcissists and talking about inheriting alcoholism. Okay. Uh -huh. So you inherit the metabolism, right? To, to, oh crap. <laughs> um, you, you inherit the, ¿cómo se llama? The ability to metabolize faster. Okay. Okay. All right. So, ¿sabes qué? Let's take a Let's small break. Yeah. We'll be right back. Ace Tan, Ace Cuchando, El Juan Calavera, Podcast Alaverga.
And we're back. Me oyes, me oyes. Yes. Okay. Mics are good. Earphones are good. Okay. Um, we were talking about, you were schooling me on addiction. Right. Este, we were talking about uh, alcohol, uh, alcoholism. Right. Este, y me andabas explicando como... Yo te di el ejemplo de que hay una persona que toma todos los días y no es alcohólico y una persona que toma cada fin de semana y es alcohólico. Pero tú me dijiste que en actuality, probably both people, both, most likely both, both of those people are going to be alcoholics, but it does make a difference like the setting that you're in. Por ejemplo, yo usé el ejemplo de los europeos que toman el alcohol o el vino mucho con sus comidas y sus cenas. Um, y, tú me, y estamos hablando de how, how este... Native Americans were not exposed to alcohol in the way that Europeans were. Right. So when alcohol hit Native Americans, it hit like a bomb. Yeah. And even, even now, we, yeah. we still see the consequences. Right. Of, the social consequences the, of, yeah, of alcoholism. Yeah. In, in especially in Native Americans or with people with Native American uh, heritage. Right. Um, so, sí, se, se, vamos, a seguir, vamos a seguirle ahí. Um, So I was just telling you that, just remember that, like, for an addiction to be present, there has to be those three things, whatever uh -huh. kind of addiction it is, whether it's like a relationship addiction or uh, an addiction to drugs or alcohol. Okay. That you have to have the preoccupation, loss of control, uh -huh. and then you continue to do it in spite of the fact that you've already had negative effects. In spite of the consequences yeah. you're still doing. Of negative, yeah. Negative consequences, yeah. right, right, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bueno, pues... Hablando de alcoholismo. <laughs> what, what, what? That, that's that's going to... This is a perfect segue. <laughs> to, Gee, thanks. To talk about este, tu proyecto. Okay. El proyecto que estás haciendo. Una de las cosas que me, me interesó mucho, mucho de ti es que tú eres... ¿Cómo se dice? Emprendedora. An entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. Well, I'm a professional, full-time. Right, right. One of the and, things that you are is an entrepreneur. Yeah. And uh, you're, you have your own wine, okay, which I thought was freaking amazing. I do not know anybody that has their own wine. So you are my first Friend. liquor, celebrity, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. So in 20, what was it, 2019 uh -huh. or 2020, I launched my first wine label, no? El Mio Amore. She's a red wine. ¿Y cómo se te viene esa idea? Like, ¿cómo, cómo dijiste, sabes que yo voy a hacerme un vino? Well, um, I feel like if, we, if, we're, if you're going to go into business, you uh -huh. should probably do something that you like. That's a good start. Right? And I like wine. <laughs> so I was like, hmm, I like it. I just, I don't know. I actually wanted to make tequila. Okay. But the regulations for tequila are... It, um, yeah, there's a lot of red yeah. tape. There, you need, you, I think that you need a lot more resources. Mm. That's just my, my impression. I might be wrong. Okay. But I actually wanted to start with a line of tequila. Mm -hmm. And then just looking around, you know, trying, looking for resources, I ended up um, uh, finding a producer for my red wine. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, that's how it started. And then, well, obviously, like, you can't just have one wine, mm -hmm. right? A lot of women, especially, like, Women from where I'm from, like, we don't like red wine. Yeah. No, we don't like wine in general, right? Because yeah. it's not sweet. And so after I saw, like, the, the outcome of launching my first wine label, uh -huh. then I said, you know what? I need to keep going and I need to expand this project and I need to look for a sweet kind of wine. 
And that's how the idea for my next wine label started like a year, a year ago. Y ya con el favor de Dios va a salir en el que en los próximos en el próximo mes, próximos meses. So if everything goes well, mm -hmm. which hopefully Cross your fingers. It's been, it's been a whole process to get, you know, to, wood. Yes, to get this rosé started. So if everything goes good, I'm, I think we'll be launching the, the, our second um, wine label the end of the month. So I think that as of February 1st, if you want a bottle of my new rosé, you can pre-order it as of February 1st. That's a sparkly rosé, right? That's a, a bubbly, yeah. Bubbly. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's going to be a good seller. Yeah. No es por nada. Si, si, si el nebiolo, ne, ¿cómo nebiolo. Se dice? En, en, si el nebiolo te, te, yeah. te ha servido, I think this is going to hit hard. And I was excited because I, like I, when I do things, like I want to go big or go home. You know what I mean? So I didn't want like a red wine that was crappy. Whatever. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Or that was cheap. Yeah. And so that meant like more cost for me. Uh -huh. But I had really good feedback on, on the nebiolo. Yeah. And... Um, This, this new wine, mm -hmm. the bubbly is produced by a very, very big company. They're in Spain and they're in Mexico. Like they're one of like, they've been producing bubblies forever and ever and ever. Uh -huh. And so I'm pretty excited to launch this new wine label. Ya tienes el nombre. Yeah, I have the name already, but we're not going to say the name yet okay, till we okay. launch it. All right. All yeah. right. And so hopefully like we'll be in Mexico City at the end of the month. Hacer. And then, you know, we're going to, we want to do like a photo shoot in El Zócalo. Ooh. Donde están todos los government offices y la que se llama catedral, se le dice, la catedral, ¿no? Uh -huh. ¿Dónde está por, la catedral? Por ahí están las pirámides también. De... Really? Yeah. No, like, we're staying, for, for purposes of launching the wine, we're going to stay in that, like, general area. No, pero es que ahí, en, tú sabes dónde están los pinos. Donde está el, 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 el centro ese, está cerca del... ¿En el Zócalo? Yeah. Ok, bueno, pero no. Bueno, no, no, no se no. le llama el Zócalo ahí. El Zócalo es un poquito more, más para no, allá. Yeah, like... Yo estoy hablando de, de ahí donde, donde, donde está la catedral y todo eso. O sea, es, es cerca, no, no está ah, ahí, pero cerca del Zócalo. Ahí también están la, la, las pirámides de, de Tenochtitlán. Oh, ok. De los aztecas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pero, yeah, so we're hoping that ya yeah, para, by the end of the month, will be our, our, my new wine label, my new yeah. rosé is going to be available. Pretty excited because I'm going to start distributing in Mexico City too. So you're going to be, yeah. So it's going to be available in both countries. Yes. Nice. But I'm mainly pushing it in, on Mexi that side of the country. In Mexico. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Just expanding internationally. Que chingo. No, pues sabes que mira, I think, I think people should, I mean, even though it's just a short story de lo que nos, de los, de lo que nos acabas de contar, de, de, de tus wine, but I think people should hear it because <clears throat> one of the things that people might have missed in the beginning of that story is that you actually wanted to start doing tequila. Yeah. Así es como empezaste tú. And, I want, yeah. and as you started doing your, 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 you know, your, your proper diligence of... Your due diligence. Your due diligence yeah. of investigating and learning and, 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 and doing what you had to do to make sure that you did this the right way. Se te vino más fácil la idea de hacer un vino. Yeah. So, para mí, eso es importante porque mucha gente le da miedo tomar ese primer paso. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Y a, para mí es importante que la gente, es, o, que no te dé miedo ese primer paso, porque ese primer paso, a lo mejor no vas a terminar donde querías, pero ese primer paso te va a ayudar a que des el, el segundo yeah. y el tercero well, y el it's cuarto. Well, it's because it, it, like, it's scary. It's scary to, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. to, 
it's scary to, como se dice, to start the, because first of all, like, who's going to believe in you? Like, you know, why are we going to buy her wine? She's, she's not a big brand. She's whatever, you know? Right. And so it's, it's scary just to think that you put yourself out there and, yeah. and you're trying to pursue this line of business and you're going to have no support Yeah. or you're going to, you're not going to look good because you tried and you failed. Yeah. Right. But it doesn't matter. Like you should still, if you have something in mind, you should still put yourself out there. If you don't succeed, like I wanted to make a line of tequila and who knows, like maybe as my label grows, right? Yep. Internationally. And I have more resources. You maybe I'll be able to, to transfer to tequila. But in the meantime, I'm happy. I'm happy just um, finding new, new, um, new different types of wine to launch. See, and that's what I'm saying. I think people should hear that those types of stories. Porque mira, por ejemplo, yo te voy a dar una quick one de, de, de mi experiencia. Yo por, por años grababa música y hacía música. Pero siempre, I've always been like my worst critic. My hardest critic. Yeah. That happens. And a lot of times I'd be like, nah, this isn't good enough. Nah, this isn't good enough. And I, I, I wouldn't release it. I would just leave it. I would just leave it. Ya que me, I don't know why, pero ya que llegué a cierta edad, me quedé pensando, ¿sabes qué? Vi toda esta gente que soltó toda esta música. And, I mean, not to criticize, but it's, it, I, I think that my music was better. Right. And, yeah. and yo nunca solté nada. And I'm like, and all these people now have basically a career, a repertoire behind them, under their belt. And right. I, and I ain't got shit. So yo me quedé, ¿sabes qué? Voy a empezar a, sol a soltar lo que tengo. So empecé a soltar lo que tengo. Pero la razón que estoy diciendo eso es porque por esa razón estoy haciendo podcasts. There you go. Because I started, I started releasing my music and I started, when I started releasing my music, I started recording more music. Yeah. And that's just another step to get more studio, more blah, 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 well, blah, and blah. And then blah, like, repente, how are you going to learn if you never start? Like, that's that was what, when I started like doing radio. I'm not that I'm like super hot now, but like honestly, I sucked. No, but that's how, it's, it's, but it's, that's how you started your podcast. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, you started doing radio. Yeah. Y mira donde estás ahorita. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 it's not like you're stopping. You're you're, you're going for more. Yeah. You know. What I, mean? I don't know. Like I think podcast is somewhat like of a new generation. One hundred percent. Because I was doing radio. Yeah. And then it, I just happened to get savvy with like the podcast, and then I started transferring those mp3 audios into podcasts right 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 right, right. Yeah. But, but look at they go but now you have the chance to actually record your own yeah. podcast and not be yeah li and, not and be you limited. grow you grow you exactly. grow like yeah. you you could start small but the, this is how like mm -hmm. you know i started with a neviolo mm -hmm. um i basically like i sold all the neviolo myself like straight up yeah straight up like, la gente sepa, like literally out of the back uh, out of the trunk of your car <laughs> literally <laughs> Yeah. And so like I sold the Neviolo on my own. Like I didn't know. I'm sure that there's people that are um como se dice the wine connoisseurs that were like, eh, well, you know. Uh -huh. And but it doesn't matter. Like I still I still said this is what I want to do. I want a wine label. I'm gonna launch it and see if it's something that I could be successful at. Okay. And here you and are. then and you grow and now like obviously like you start getting connected, you start knowing people, like now um, I connected with some people in Mexico City, which mm -hmm. actually is like a really hot a market for wine. Mm -hmm. And now I'm expanding and branching out. Hopefully, like we're going to start distributing in Mexico City, hopefully as of the first week of February. And like, who knows where this will go? Maybe it'll go nowhere. Maybe this is what's going to make me rich. I don't know. But but, but yeah. you're doing it. Yeah. Look at the, I just wanted to, people to hear stories like that because I think... Especialmente en nuestra cultura se me hace que mucha gente, no sé si nosotros mismos nos criticamos mucho y nos damos miedo y nos detenemos y no tomamos ese paso. 
pero a mí se me hace que especialmente en estos tiempos de hoy like take that risk yeah well yo creo que es because you you don't have any credibility especially from your people mm -hmm. because they know you like they see you every day they they see you they don't see you as an entrepreneur they see you as a person like the majority of people that i like in mi tienda like my my online store and even like the podcast like all the downloads the majority are not people that i know yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. the majority of people who who <laughs> who buy my wine i don't they're not my family i don't know them right you didn't grow they, up with them yeah no like yeah. they're strangers or sometimes you you get more love Yeah. from people that don't know you but they get your vision and they're like you know this is pretty cool <laughs> like you and I like we were strangers yeah pero y por eso te digo por eso digo que I think that's why Nogales is the capital of haters pero no en general it's not just Nogales es en, en todos lugares yo, yo creo que pasa eso mucha gente no le va a poner importancia a lo que digas hasta que llegues a cierto nivel right you don't have credibility exactly. because they know you and then people... dude I can tell you a million times that I've had great ideas and I told something to somebody yeah and y me vieron como este pendejo you know right. what I mean but somebody else that had accomplished something told them the exact same thing and right. they and they completely listened to that person and no, they forgot yeah. that I said it you know what I mean yeah but, but see like that, but that's, that's natural your, that's human right. nature yeah that's, that's your challenge like if yeah. you want to start something You have to start it like based on your vision, like yeah. your your plan, your business plan. Doesn't matter what people say, right? right? Because in reality, it's like like you have to prove yourself. Yes. And then yeah, like people people that you know get on board, but like yeah. And see, I think a lot a lot of people's. Mira, yo he visto. I've seen it actually a lot on on social media where people post like, uh, you know. I don't get any support from my family for from I get support from my friends and yeah. stuff like that. Pero y mira, y sí es cierto eso, like you, like we you and I just discussed that it's true. Most of our supporters for our projects are not going to be people that we grew up with or our not even our family. Um pero, But they are going to be your biggest critics. Yes. They're just not going to be like the ones buying your stuff or Ajá. Pero lo que iba a decir es que para mí, I see I use that And I use it to my advantage. Okay. The way that I use it is que, mira, sí es cierto, toda esta gente me va a mandar a la verga. Pero cuando empiecen a no mandarme a la verga, yo sé que ya hice algo. You oh, know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So I use it almost as a measuring stick. Pues, honestly, I really don't care. Eh. I, I don't, like, I don't see, I don't feel like anybody owes me any support. Obviously, like. You're, you're right. Dude, I have a huge family. Like, you're right. With, I have a huge family, like, uh -huh. no sé, somos, like, maybe 500 of us. I don't know. We're a huge family. Yeah. Right? Obviously, like, if every single member of my family bought one <laughs> bottle of my wine, You'd right? Be rich. I'd be rolling. <laughs> But they don't, like, majority of my family probably doesn't like wine, and it's okay. Like, they don't have to. They don't have to. Exactly. They don't have to support me. Right. right I'm right. just happy that um, because usually like we don't get any support within our circles like this forces you to branch out like look at the podcast with um cuando hacemos recording in la mega uh -huh. no manches like we have downloads from like chile argentina colombia yes, like, right yeah and so the good thing is is that when you when you branch out and you're not expecting like the people you know to support you yeah. there's like a great big world out there if they don't support you i assure you you're gonna find somebody With your vision and they're going to support you. Y por eso digo, nowadays I think is the perfect time to take that leap. 
If, if you've ever been thinking about taking that leap, take that leap. Porque ahorita, there's channels that you could use like social media. There's stuff that you could use that you could reach people that you could yeah. never reach before. You could before. never reach before, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just think it's a... I think it's a good way to end our conversation by adding something positive to uh, to people and what they want to hear, man. Because I just think that if people hear more stories like of maybe not just us, of others también tratando de hacer cosas. O sea, la, a lo mejor la gente se va a animar y hasta a lo mejor, hasta a lo mejor empiezan a apoyar. Maybe. <laughs> I know, like something positive that I would say is I have wine. <laughs> if you want a bottle, send me an inbox. Oh, yeah, see, give, give us your information. How, so, how can people find you? Um, how can people reach you? So, my store is online. Se llama matriarca.com. Matriarca with an E, not an I. Uh -huh. Matriarca.com. You can order your wine bottles there. You can send me a message. Mm -hmm. um, it's already available in, in todo Mexico. So, you could just go literally go to the website and order it, and we'll ship it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Este, y también ahí, este, también ahí estás haciendo lo, lo de las, este, los otros, through, through Matriarca, are you also going to be doing the other projects that you're thinking about doing? The wine one? Cuál? No, the, the other stuff that you, ta uh, you were talking earlier about something kind of like a oh, yeah. journal type of thing. So, so like, yeah, I guess like that's going to be my, that's going to be the, Matriarca is going to be the mothership. Uh huh. Um, I haven't separated the wine because this is only going to be my second label. Uh -huh. But once I start getting into like a Merlot and a Moscato, then uh -huh. I'm, I'm going to separate from Matriarca. But for now, like my, my mothership is matriarca.com. Matri yeah. Matriarca is the umbrella. Yes. Like any, any product, like, all, you know, the products that you and I were talking, mm -hmm. I was telling you that I'm hoping to launch in the next year. Mm -hmm. They're all going to be in my website, matriarca.com. Porque, por ejemplo, tu vino, ¿cómo se llama? The new one? No, no, the one, oh. no, no, the, the one that's out. one is, uh, my, my red wine is El Mio Amore. El Mio Amore. It's then matriarca.com. There you go. Eso es lo que quería. Que it gives you all the details about the wine, what to pair it with, blah, blah, blah. Nice. Okay. All right. Y este, eh, si gente necesita escuchar algo sobre algo, algo alguno de tus temas que has oh, soltado, yeah, yeah. o o si quieren hablar contigo, ¿cómo se pueden ah, okay, comunicar? Pues, you know, they can send me an inbox, but um, I'm on social media. Uh -huh. I'm, our podcast is on iHeart. It's on Apple Podcast. It's on Spotify. Uh -huh. There, there's like on six different, like literally. It's on you, all major. Yes. If you go to Google and you Google Hablemos con Evelyn Bernal, you're going to see like all the apps that we're on. And we have all all our podcasts there so, like all the so mental a, healthy kind of psychology kind of podcast uh -huh. they could look for it on on the web just look my name up and the podcast and it should come up all right okay okay well evelyn muchisimas gracias thank you amigo yes, I was this has been a, a great conversation and uh, we're gonna have another one con el favor and de then we'll, we'll see you in in mexico city when hell we yeah. launch our, our rose <laughs> hell yeah thank you very much evelyn gracias, nos despedimos thank you bye, bye.